0: We go! It's another
1: episode of the Magnet Podcast! let us go I am Ben Magnet and I had something else, but my brain is like, Hey, you spent well over 14 hours at a certain park yesterday. Your brain is fried.
0: <laughs> That's okay. You were supposed to say hot labor summer.
1: It's
2: a hot labor <laughs> summer! Thank you, Mario. Everybody deserves a living
0: wage! <laughs> yes, they do. Uh all right, Ben introduce us.
1: I am here with my bros Brandon T McClure. Hello, hi. Uh Ryan Idiopolis.
3: Wow, Ladio's a scab.
1: <laughs> and of course, making a little cameo today is Sparks Witty.
2: Uh yes.
0: Everybody be on strike. I love it. Uh, yeah, Sparks is uh, only going to be with us temporarily, so we've got uh, big things. Before we do have some links in the description. However, we need to talk before we do that. Um, the show is going to pivot. If you've seen our Twitter account, or our Instagram, or Instagram tra- account, our Instagram account very quiet this week because uh, SAG released new guidelines for podcasters, specifically uh, people who uh, are SAG members. Uh, working in podcast spaces, but also for people who uh, who who do a show like this, who do a show like what we do. So within for for solidarity reasons, because we believe in what uh, SAG and the WGA are fighting for, uh, we are no longer going to be talking about any uh, of the struck studios' content. Uh, so Movies we're not going to be
3: doing. Don't exist hmm? anymore. <laughs>
0: Uh, for all intents and purposes, movies don't exist anymore. They're all gone. Um, like what movies? So specifically movies and television that relate to American media. Um, this does not uh, uh, cont- contain like Godzilla minus one, for example. We could probably still review that when that is out in December. But uh, for things like Oppenheimer or uh, what's, a, what's a, something? what's something Ninja Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, even though that is animated uh, and would fall under the tag, that is still Sony, which is a struck studio. Um, and it's so- filled.
2: It's filled with SAG members, even if it is animation. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we are. Uh, so we are going to withhold our reviews and our discussions of that, which also impacts our news that we'll talk about today, and we'll talk about from the for the foreseeable future. Uh, we will not be talking about uh, movie announcements or uh, writing. Or writing announcements or even Casting. trailers Casting. unless
2: it has to do with
0: the strikes in yes. which case we
2: will contextualize it related to that
0: yes which and we do have strike uh strike uh news in in, in the news uh, so we will talk about that but if it does not relate to the strike we will not be talking about it anymore so what does this impact specifically obviously this show will probably not be on such a regular basis going every week we might be pushing it to every other week we're still kind of testing the waters, seeing what we're going to do um but for the time being for as the strike this show will uh be impacted as well but we will be withholding fignard's watch uh the real score even though that was already kind of behind on a few things the real score will be posted and
2: i i gotta tell you like maskazora was gonna come out this week like was it? that's not me, like bluffing that's me like <laughs> that's me like i had the final export ready and i was gonna upload it and make sure our content cleared and then it was like you can't you can't do anything and i'm like no, okay never mind we're <laughs> just hiatus.
0: um so the real score is a fickner's watch uh Miscellaneous in regards to the indiana jones stuff that we were doing that stuff is going to be withheld as well yeah. um in some cases, Animation Station, there are some animation animated projects we might be able to still talk about. We need to kind of look through that stuff. Um, and Cinephiles, in regards to, like, we may be able to do Talk to Me, for example, which is an A24 film which has a contract with SAG uh, to continue promoting and, and film uh, during this. But we're going to make sure to look at that before we do. So stay tuned for maybe maybe that. But everything else... We will not release during the strike. Yep. Um, the other thing is, um, oh, <laughs> oh yes, okay. So yeah, I wanted to say this. Um, look, I get it. This sucks, but uh, we we started this podcast because we wanted to talk about these things. That's all we wanted to do is talk about movies and television shows that we love. But the thing is, you know, and and, and in fairness, like you know, SAG is not telling. Non-union, non-union people. To they're not demanding us to do this, uh, but they are saying to be in solidarity, and we are. We yeah. support them one hundred percent. We want them to get these deals because we don't talk about these things because we love Disney. We don't talk about these things because we love David Zaslov. Bob we talk Liger. about these things, Bob Iger. We talk about these things because we love the actors and we love yeah. the writers. We the, the directors We love the uh, artistry of this
2: yeah if i can just real quick uh yeah. you know i we all once the guidelines were out we all felt like going forward with our discussions and reviews felt like crossing the picket line um in a way that that felt icky to us because we're we're very much as brandon said on the side of it so uh I think we're making the right call. Um, and if I can, Brandon, uh, what uh, what I will say is like, we've determined how we're going to move the schedule forward for things. Um, certain shows, if you've been keeping up with Strange New Worlds, for example, on our Fake Nerds Watch or some of the big films that we are very excited to talk about, like Mutant Mayhem for TMNT, we will talk about those and they'll be just released when the strikes are over. Um, yeah we're we're so that we're not like caught in a backlog later down the road we're recording them privately and we won't share them until the strikes are over because like the strikes can end in a month it could be six months it could be like we really
3: don't know so like i don't wanna like hey let's talk about tmnt nine months from now (laughs) and i'm
2: like "Uh, that's that's like i I don't remember that movie (laughs) But it also means that behind the scenes, we're being a little bit selective about what we are going to be doing. Like Stranger Worlds 1, I said, I know we're doing Mutant Mayhem. So those things will come out eventually when the strikes are over. You'll see them from us. But uh, we will not hit probably as many movies and TV shows because we're going to try to put more emphasis now on book club and our base arcade. So basically our comics and our video game <laughs> material are going to increase my love in the absence of of our movie and television discussion yeah and our Um, babies they will live on harder and stronger than ever yeah
0: that's the thing of what is going what we're deciding to kind of take beneficial from this which is that we can Uh, really focus on Victor book club. Uh, We've recently made a big change to the podcast. So I get that making another big change like two weeks after is jarring. Um, And we made this big change to move book club out of the, out of the podcast and talk about it on its own feed. And this will give us more of a chance to do that. So you will see uh, more emphasis on Victor book club. You will see more emphasis on basement arcade and basement arcade pause menu, my show conversation that is not impacted either. So the season will, will come out as, as scheduled. Um, so there are still things that we can do and things that we're really excited about sharing with you guys. But as Spark said, some of these movies and television discussions will be withheld till after the strike. Regardless of when that strike ends, we are not going to be releasing it during the strike.
2: Right. And there's a couple of things looking ahead that we're we're kind of just thinking about what can we do uh that's not part of it. Um, as Brandon suggested, like talk to me. We're gonna be looking at opportunities where we can actively talk about something that's not part of the struck content and get Mm -hmm. that out. Um, But, but overall we're in full support. So we're just, we're just going to trudge on and keep our show here focused on comic news, video game news, and discussions around what's happening with the strike. Sounds like Ben's going to be watching RRR soon. It does sound like Ben might be watching RRR soon. It does. It sounds like
1: I will. And you know what? I am very excited to watch that movie.
0: And so, like, things like, like RRR. Now, again, let me just say, like, let me just kind of finish the I thought I was, I was starting earlier. Like, you know, it it it, it, it sucks if you're listening to the show, if you're watching the show. But, like, the blame isn't on the actors and the writers. Like, I would love to talk about the Gamer Rebirth trailer that dropped at Comic-Con. Like, I would love to talk about that. But it's Netflix. I, and i don't want to cross that picket line um yep. i don't i i but what i can do is celebrate the gamma trilogy uh with you guys uh that was released by dae in the 90s so i could possibly do that um, <laughs> and so like the thing is the thing is like we have always been here to celebrate the creators who make the things that we love and not the studios that are trying to uh, force them to lose their homes and uh, this is how we show that solidarity. And that's very important to us. Absolutely.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But yes, so changes are coming again. Be sure to check out our <clears throat> our, our social medias, uh, our website. I have updated our Fake nerd pa- our Fake nerd family page where it has all of our shows that is updated with what shows are on hiatus due to the strike. Uh, so if you have any more questions, reach out, ask us and check, you know, check out that website. I'll keep that updated as much as much as I can, um, so you guys will we will keep our audience in the loop about all that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. okay. But that said, there are some links in the description. When we talk about those, speaking of the strikes, all the strike links that I I think there's four or five down there now. Um, the WGA strike information, the SAG strike information, the SAC proposal information, and two donation links to help uh, with the strike efforts. Um, you know, this is a very striking is very difficult. It's very disruptive. Um, these, you know, you are choosing, uh, not to get paid for a better life is essentially what's happening. And so, um, helping them out and donating what you can, uh, is, is important at this time, especially in LA, which is a hundred degrees, uh, which we're seeing the hottest summer on record Right it's now. a
2: hot labor summer but but like it is a hot
0: truly
1: labor summer yes, hot. Yeah. hot is all capitalized underlined in bold lettering so or bold font.
0: multiple meanings
1: yeah True. um
0: so um that's linked below so please check out that information please do- donate if you can i know we're a small podcast with a small reach but it's important guys yeah um but Fun things are in the description now. Um, because we, we've got some things in the description, such as uh, my CBR articles. I think one of them came up this week. I kind of lost track because it was a busy week, but check that out. Conversation episode seven is out with the entire cast of D and Dark. Um, I find I finally was able to put that one out. It's my longest episode of Conversation this season, uh clocking in at almost two hours. Um I I pitched it to Dan uh as an as 45 minutes and that was a mistake too many people um yeah. But yeah listening to it back i've been really nervous about the episode i've been really i've been really self-conscious about it because it was such a such a big ask for myself i had never interviewed that many people before um and so i, I was kind of dragging my feet oh my god maybe this didn't work like i i, I felt good Ooh. in the moment but like maybe it didn't sound good afterwards i'm actually happy to say that it's i didn't ask all the questions i wish i did but I got a lot of good stuff out of, out of them. They're a really great bunch of people. And I mean, Ben, too. Um, I, don't mean to, I don't mean to speak about, speak about them in the um, past tense because you're here. But um, your, your gang of people are really cool. And it was a really fun conversation. And you guys clearly love each other. Uh, I recorded that, I think, after you guys had released episode five. <laughs> I think so, yeah. because we. So it's we been were. a while.
1: When we recorded that, it was very early on in our campaign, and yeah. I, our bond—the the five or six of us—has I would say, has just gotten stronger.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd really like to get them on uh, individually, maybe for the next season, mm-hmm. for, for a conversation. But it was a really good com- uh, conversation. Um, I really enjoyed talking to them, and uh, I hope the episode turned out as good as I think it did.
1: I haven't listened to it yet, but I know, but I definitely will, and I'm 100 percent sure that it was. Because after I was done recording it, I I love going on conversation. I love talking about this kind of thing. And the fact that everyone else was there. And we did talk about it um, in our Discord. And they're like, man, that was so much fun. That was a great time. So I know for a fact that we all had a great time recording that episode, Brandon.
0: I appreciate that, actually, more than you know. Um, But, Ben, uh, continue talking. Because d and Dark episode 30's quick dropped this week. Yeah. the... Well, pop, pop. Oh, Pop Goes the Weasel. Oh,
3: Goes oh, the Weasel. Come on, it's yeah. your show, bro. <laughs> I, no, I, I know.
1: No, <laughs> I, I, I did not hear exactly everything what Spark said, but yeah. Pop Goes the Weasel Part 2, one of the penultimate episodes before a mid-season finale, and the second we found out that our bag of holding this whole time was a cursed item,
0: we were so mad. <laughs> that was really funny, because Dan was like, this whole time, you guys didn't know this
1: I, I know about the bag of holding thanks to critical roll because they have what it's just like because the whole time every time we reach into the bag it downstage, just like roll a d20 and we're like why for the longest time I was like why are we always rolling a d20 a bag of holding is you just reach in you think about what you want to grab and you pull it out it's it's in out you're done and for as long as we've had that thing and rolled over a 10 not activating the, the, the bag of weasels <laughs>
2: The the was, the Vortenberg thing. Yeah. When you yeah, brought when he, that up, I, he's like, Y'all been putting that in and out of that bag. Like nobody's business. The amount of times it's like, wow, you're really lucky.
1: <laughs> it was it was like one of those things where it's like, we've been doing this for so long, and we're, what have we done? Like, imagine if we pulled Vortenberg's lantern out and he turned into a
3: weasel. That would have
1: like oh. what
3: would it have done to that campaign? Oh my yeah, God. right. <laughs> I don't I don't
1: I don't know, but that's just the the beauty of D D as as much as the Dungeon Master might want to try and put things into a specific direction, as much as the players might think that it, a thing is going to go a certain way, or as mu- I can't tell you how many times it's like, oh, I think I have a good plan. I'm going to do this. It's going to be so cool. It's going to look so sick. Not one. And it just goes completely off the rails.
2: Yeah, anybody is... anybody keeping up with the show has caught saying, we... all the times I've oh, yeah. been has done this.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but hey, there have been a few times I'd it like to sharpen the spear
2: in acid
0: Yeah <laughs> Well, it was yeah. really funny, so listening to the conversation, conversation Episode back, I was There was a moment where I was talking of, Where we were talking about it And you guys, I guess, had just done Your Night at the Museum campaign uh, When you went came on To record that, and so Ben was like Oh, we just did something I was so excited for Brandon to see mm-hmm. um, and, and th- 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 So it was fun to kind of piece that together
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, I have done moments like sharpen my spear and the stomach acid, but I've had amazing moments such as Chris Pratting a uh, T Rex and then writing said T Rex.
2: That
0: was awesome. Um, but Dan, uh, Dan put a teaser trailer for the four part mid season finale, dropping starting next week, and uh, it's very, it's a very good teaser trailer. Like that, that Duke can edit.
1: Oh my god, you guys are not ready for that. I am I'm, ready. I'm still suffering from the emotional trauma of you know what, what I...
0: happened in that of that scene. You know what, Ben? You know what, Ben? I am ready. Okay. Yeah. All right, Ben. Uh-huh. Do you want to keep talking and talk about going to Super Mario Land? Hell yes, I oh, do. real quickly, all those links down in the description. Check them out. Great, great yeah, stuff. Yeah, Go yeah, ahead, yeah, Ben.
1: Check, check them out. Guys, I finally did it. I have been wanting to go since this thing opened up in February. I finally went to Super Nintendo World. I got the power band to prove it. And my friends, I have thoughts.
3: Oh. Yeah. Um, really?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mm-hmm. I have thoughts. Now, overall, I think being overall, Super Nintendo World does its job of immersing you in the world of mario and essentially the entire land is just one giant video game and it brings that and every single person visiting this land is a player in that video game whether they know it or not and i love that about this land there are so many there are so (laughs) many things in there that wait what he said it's
2: like a threat
1: oh (laughs) yeah you're all part of the game You're yeah well uh, thankfully no one dies in this game but it never strives away from the fact that 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 this is obviously it's based on video games and this is a video game and you are immersed just opening in you guys saw my video i posted my video that video of me walking into it on my instagram and i'll put it as like a regular instagram post uh, today because i took so many freaking pictures my god I am way behind on posting stuff. So yeah, Ben Magnet 27, if you want to see all the photos from Super Nintendo World yesterday. Um, it did feel like I was Alan Grant looking at the Brachiosaur for the first time. Yeah. And I wow. was just, I know I've seen pictures just seeing it alive, just seeing everything moving. And it looked even better at night when it was all lit up. The PAL blocks were lit up. The question blocks were lit up. It was absolutely gorgeous. And it was just beautiful and be if you've ever loved and played these get the mario games as a kid or even today it just brings out a childlike wonder a childlike excitement that's like i am physically and literally in a world that i've only dreamed about playing in as, as since i was a kid it's kind of like when you go to galaxy's edge for the very first time i will definitely say super nintendo world is about on par maybe, maybe a little bit below the immersion level that galaxy's edge is at disneyland it is that good, yeah. I mean, I do say that even though the, to enjoy most of Super Nintendo World, you do have to cough up the forty dollars for the power bands. It is a little scummy that you have to have a paywall, but these things are really, really fun. It's really fun to just walk around and just seeing people, just see question blocks and just taking the power bands and just hitting the blocks like Mario does and getting the coins. And, as I yeah.
0: understand it, Ben, real quickly, as I understand mm-hmm. it, there are activities all throughout the the land but that could only be accessed with the power band exactly you can't as but here's the cool thing as long as one person
1: there are a few activities in there that as long as one person in your party has a power-up band you could still play them you essentially you're playing with them as a guest there's about two games in super nintendo world that while people who don't have a power-up band they can still play with the person who does. So, like, say we all... Like, if all four of us go, and none of you guys want the power-up band, but you want to help me with the Piranha napping game, you can. That is 100% allowed. As long as one person has a power-up band, we can all go and enjoy that. But there are two ones that you have to have that's, like, a one-player-only sort of game.
3: Mm -hmm. Makes sense.
1: All the games are... The games are are very easy. They're very fun. I would say my favorite is the Thwomp one, where you just have to change the colors on the panel, the change the panels to a certain color within a time limit, and that that one's mostly fun because it's inside, it's enclosed, and you have air conditioning a lot. You have the air conditioning is all well blast, which is really nice. Mm. Um, but bes- besides that, the thoughts I have about the land itself, I keep telling myself this is like we don't have a lot of space at Universal Studios Hollywood, so of course. We get what we have, what we have. They do the best with what we can, but of course, there are parts of it where I'm like, man, there's like a, there's some spaces in the land where there's there's really nothing much there. I just wanted a little bit more, and I understand what we have. I'm happy with what we have, but it's just like, man, because I know in Japan they have like a few more areas, there's a few more underground stuff to explore, there's a few more things because you could you could walk through the whole thing in less than an hour and do a whole bunch of stuff there, and it's like, okay, yeah, Orlando.
0: Orlando's they're building their third Universal Park Mm -hmm. in Orlando and it will include a Donkey Kong area yes yeah Japan is building
1: theirs right now when Orlando opens there it's going to have their Donkey Kong expansion already and because obviously I'm writing about this for Fusion Gaming Magazine Go Nintendo and OSG and I had a hunch and my hunch proved correct that if you're planning on a very big vacation to go to Super Nintendo World save your money and wait until Orlando opens if you were already planning on going to Los Angeles, then go check out Super Nintendo World. But don't make a big trip just to go to Super Nintendo World in LA because you might be disappointed.
3: I if mean you're making... it is tied to Universal Studios. So you can also just go to Universal Studios, right? Yeah, yeah. Very, very
1: true. I mean Universal yeah. Studios, yeah, it's, it's always it, that's a fun park to go to, don't get me wrong. But if you're be so bigger. <laughs> yeah, but the one in Orlando is 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 a lot bigger. And if you're willing to spend a whole lot of money, I would definitely wait for Orlando, or even if you're willing to spend even more what go to japan
0: can but, i ask a question about about the park yes how is the ride oh don't right, like spoil or anything but like no no no, how no.
1: as of right now that is my favorite ride at universal studios really it is
2: big challenge is there, there.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i know not, not a big challenge there But the
0: one roller coaster and the mini drops.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mario Kart Bowser's Challenge is definitely one of the cool and the it is one of the most coolest and interactive rides I've ever been on. I was, I would say that they really did the augmented reality very well, and it you feel like you're on a Mario Kart. It's the way they did it is that you truly feel like you are in a Mario Kart race. I mean, you're not going at breakneck speeds, but it does give you the, the feeling of I'm playing Mario Kart in real life. I'm going through a bunch of the different racetracks, IRL, and it feels, and it's so cool. And the way you're like looking around, you're shooting shells at all <laughs> at, um, the bad guys. And it's, it's fun. It is really, really fun. And the augmented reality, it doesn't make, to me, I wasn't dizzy at all. It doesn't act, because the way they do it is that all the, the Mario Karts, they attach the visors to the seat. And when you get your little cap, like the little um the cap thing to attach your the visors to it, those caps are surprisingly very comfortable. They are very easy to adjust. They're very they, they fit snugly on your head, or you could have you could adjust how snug or how unsnug you want them to be on your fit on your head. They are surprisingly very comfortable to wear and then when you put the visor back on you can adjust it to have like the visor of like lower or higher on your head so of course your eyesight can see where and like when you look down you have your coin counter and your shell counter and it's like all right cool so it's like if you run out of ammo you can look down quickly and see how much you have or how much you have gained in coins and how much you um how many shells you have and it's a little tricky at first because when you're playing, because obviously you're steer, you you want to steer, and there are parts of the game where you're like you'll see an arrow and you have to move your steering wheel in the direction of the arrow, and if you do it in time and correctly, then you get coins for it. So essentially, even though it's on a fixed track, it feels like hey, if you do this correctly, then you get coins because the whole goal of the of the game, because it's a game, it's a ride that is also a video game. You have to get a hundred coins to beat Team Bowser. And the, the the sets look amazing. that's just the whole thing is like the the attention to detail is great. But I will say I did get lost in the game where I wasn't able to enjoy the dark ride aspects of it a few. There were times where it's like it was really hard for me to enjoy like the surrounding set of the dark mm-hmm. ride because sure. like right when you get off, there's a, there's you could hear a chain chomp, but um the the chain chomp and the piranha plan animatronics look fantastic. once again, pulled straight out of the video game. And I'm just like, oh, the parts where I saw was like, oh wow, this is so cool. But at the same time, I'm like, oh wait, there goes Lemmy. I got to hit him with a shell. Cause the whole cause you want to like throw shells at the um at the Koopalings,
2: Right. But you can't just you can't just completely sit and enjoy it.
1: No, you, you can't. I mean you could, but then you won't get any coins. And here's the thing about Super Nintendo World that I actually really, really enjoy. So you guys know that on rides like a Smuggler's Run in Disneyland, where no matter what you do, there's like the end the end result is always the same. Like maybe there's there's like a little bit of a a dialogue change maybe here and there, whether how well or how bad you did, but the end result will always be the same. In Bowser's Challenge, you could lose. In all the video games in the Super Nintendo world. You could technically lose, and if you don't do the game, or if you don't beat the game, they will say, "Okay, well, you don't die. You just don't get the key." They just
0: show up with a shotgun, just like you <laughs> in the game.
1: it's like that Santa gift where it's like, "Shh, no witnesses." Uh you yeah, you can lose, like in the, the mini games, because the mini games you need to get the keys to go to Bowser Junior's castle. And you can lose. You can technically lose, but you, the only punishment is you just have to go back and line and try it again. Whereas at Bowser's Challenge, instead of seeing like, yeah, Mar- Team Mario wins, you guys won. It'll say Team Bowser won. And you'll just sit there and shame. was like, I lost to Bowser. This sucks.
3: Does it do the Bowser laugh? Cool. 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 I,
1: I do don't know. Thankfully, in all my races, we won. Because no, we were no, actually no. able to go on the ride three times yesterday.
0: Very so, nice. it, so the equivalent would be like if 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 you could crash the Millennium Falcon and, and smuggle this run, which you can't do.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, essentially, I mean, you you go through the race, but instead of like seeing like, yeah, Team Mario, Mario wins, it it'll say Team Bowser won, and it'll be like, yeah, Bowser won. Sorry, guys, you gotta try again. Get back. Sorry, in kiddos. Race. Eat shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I'm really glad you got to go, Ben. Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm really happy for you.
1: Yeah, um, I want to say my favorite bit of the—I mean, don't get me wrong—Bowser's Challenge, fantastic. I even got like a a T-shirt with like the little thingy on it,
0: sure, of
1: course, because they—they, it's—it's just that ride is just so. It is a ride that's a, but it's a ride that's a video game, and it's a video game that's a ride, and I highly, 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 highly enjoyed it. Um, it it one of the other things that a lot of people i think they don't know about super nintendo world is the video games and because we were in line for the thwomp a uh, panel switch and there was someone who's st- and there was a, a team member who actually had to stick their head out and said guys i need you all to realize this is a game it's not a ride this is a game you have, to, you need to have one person in your party needs to have the power up band to play this game. If one person has it, then you can have, you can still enjoy and play it. But this is a game;
2: it's not this a is, ride.
3: We need this you to spend big. forty dollars, and so you can't play this game.
2: That sucks. Does suck. That sucks. Yes. Yeah. It, well, it, it's it, big.
0: It, it, it sounds like big, like Comic Con energy. What's this line for? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But once, like, some the, people the heard fact- that.
2: Sorry, just the, the fact that, like, you can't, like, I get the other parts of the land, but that you can't do the ride and pl- engage with it, unless you have a power band, that sucks. Oh, no, you could go on the,
1: you could go on Bowser's Challenge and not have a power band, that doesn't affect you, that doesn't matter. Right. Like, the the only thing that, the only thing in, or not the only thing, but the, the biggest thing in Super Nintendo World being Mario Kart Bowser's Challenge, you don't need to have a power band to enjoy the ride. You just okay. won't get the coin. You just won't get the coins okay. you accumulated okay. to help on the leaderboards. I think um, I think
2: you phrased that in a way where it sounded like you can't play the game elements on the yeah. ride if you don't have a power oh, band. Oh
1: no no the, the the I was talking about like the the games to get the keys to go inside Bowser's to Bowser Junior's castle. Oh I see. Yeah, because the because uh, the Thwomp game, one person, it's the, the the game you need to get one of the keys, and that one that line was like. Hey, you guys need to have a power-up band to enjoy the or one of person in your party needs to have a power-up band because this is for a key. If no one in your party has a power-up band, then you're just gonna come in here for nothing.
3: Okay, you, there's you need, missing context there.
1: Yeah, because you need a um, cause you need a power-up band to uh tap the to tap the thing to start the game. But yeah, for Mario um, Kart Bowser's just for Mario Kart what, Bowser's challenge, you don't need a power-up band at all.
2: And what I is mean, Bowser Junior's castle? Bowser Jr. Ju- so There's a storyline for Super
1: Nintendo World, like when you go through the main warp pipe and you you go into Peach's Castle, there's two paintings on either side, one of Bob on Battlefield, one of the Goombas, and essentially the golden mushroom was stolen by Bowser Jr., and Bowser Jr. hid the golden mushroom in his castle, and you need to go, and if you have a power-up band, you need to go and play at least three of the four games to get the keys unlock bowser jr's castle and defeat him in this augmented reality like um it's essential like i said it's essentially a physical video game where you have a bunch of people in front of a giant screen it's like those arcade video games where you're in this um like those like those gunner games like the halo gunner game where the 1942 where you're um, manning a turret and you're trying to shoot down planes it's mm-hmm. essentially that where there's a camera that um captures your shadow and you have to flail your arms around to knock uh the falling bombs to Bowser Jr. So you can get coins and you can defeat him and get the golden mushroom back.
3: That costs forty dollars.
1: Yeah, that does cost forty dollars because you have to do the, the have to play the video, you have to play the games, get the keys, and when you go up, they actually have you use your power band. And if you unlock, and once you get three keys, it unlocks and they let you through.
3: Wow. So what I'm yes. hearing is, don't go to Universal Studios uh, if you're poor. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, what's again, that's the thing we that that's just... the thing. Real quickly, Ben, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I, I want you to wrap up, but like real quickly, um, the power band thing is the thing that makes me actively not want to go. Right. Um. Because I, I find all from all the pictures I've seen it's very small and I get claustrophobic mm. pretty easily, especially when there's a large crowd, which there always is in that area. Mm. Plus you have to pay $40 for this power band or else you can't get the, the full experience. And I'm like, it is, is. I'm good. it
2: is like the worst version of what they were doing in Harry Potter land because like with the, the, wand with the wands in Harry Potter land, like it's just kind of like, Hey, there's like fun things that the wand can like make magic happen. It's not essential to the experience. You can still just check out the land and like, honestly, there's enough people usually who are doing it. You can watch them do it and just be like, wow, that's really cool. They did that in the land. And then you get the full experience. Also you get a wand,
3: which is like a cool, like, yeah. Yeah. Whereas
2: you go to Nintendo world and it's like, yo, you like literally can't do half the things here unless you've got a power band in your group.
3: Sorry. And if you didn't know that going there, like imagine you go with a bunch of your kids and you didn't know that you got to spend two hundred dollars, and all your oh. kids are
2: getting power band. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's awful.
3: But I'm sure I'm still I'm sure it's a still a fun time if you can. It's, for it's, just, someone, it's just
0: for a scummy s- practice. Yes. Yeah, for something for some for someone like Ben, I'm sure it, it's a great idea. It's a great. It's a great time. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, definitely for some, definitely for someone like me, it is a great time. But I do acknowledge that these are a bit. It is scummy that a huge chunk of the land is behind a forty dollars paywall. While mm-hmm. it does suck when I did play the games, it was fun. Like the Bowser Jr. portion outside of Mario Kart Bowser's Challenge, Bowser Jr. was really fun to play. It was really fun to go in there, play around, get keys. Um, I also just wish that there was more, like, because there are also, like, little hidden secret things you can find. There's, like, these little M's that you can tap your power band to, and then a a, a bit um, sprite pops up in the wall. It's really really cool. But there's, once again, there's not a lot. And And now... Oh yeah.
2: And and now Ben, you have your power band. So if when you go again, you don't need to repurchase a power band or, oh, or access no. your power band works again. So that's like so that's, that, yeah. If you're gonna go more than once and you know it, it's like, well, okay, $40, but like every time I go to the Mario, no, hand, yeah, I can yeah, do yeah. all the stuff mm-hmm. now.
1: Oh no, once you have this, because there's a QR code on the back, <laughs> and once and if you have the Universal Studios app, you scan this to your code you scan this to your phone in the app you go to the play section of Super Nintendo World and it will, you can put down your name, it'll track your progress, it'll track your coins, it'll be like, hey, here's these little stamps that you can collect. There's little like achievements essentially. And here's another cool thing. This works in Japan. This will, when it opens, this will work in Orlando. The Mm -hmm. only thing you need to do when you go to those parks is just download the corresponding app scan the qr code and you're good
2: yeah i mean Dude it'd be nothing. stupid if you didn't it, you know yeah. like if they weren't functionally like yeah. good for other places yeah
1: yeah yeah and also this also works as an amiibo so if you have like a nintendo oh switch. that's cool yeah yeah so if you have a nintendo switch at home and you ha- have something with like mario amiibos and you have because like this is the uh, this is a mario oh. amiibo you have luigi, uh Luigi, luigi daisy peach Yoshi and Toad—they all work as Amiibos. So if you have a, because so if you have the Power Fan and you have a switch with some Amiibo support,
2: this will work. Yeah, that, is, that, is, cool. that is cool, actually.
1: I mean, but once again, it—the whole having this forty dollars—it is scummy. And even though now I'm technically a Universal Pass holder, none of the Nintendo stuff is on discount for you for pass holders as of now.
3: Which it's too, too new.
1: Yeah, it's too new, and it kind of sucks. But am I glad I got this? Yes. Do I acknowledge that it's a scummy practice? Yes. Will I go again? Of course I will. But that's true. For those of you who are really budget conscious and budget centric, then it might not be it's probably not going to be worth it. At least if you're just going there just wanting to check it out. If you're a diehard Nintendo fan, oh yeah, go hog wild. You're going to love it. But if you're not, and you're someone who just enjoys Nintendo and enjoys Super Mario, then really the only thing there is Bowser's Challenge,
0: and that's about it
2: plan your trips accordingly yes.
0: yes all right well uh real quickly acknowledge the chat mint blay place i'm it yeah that's her mint that's that's mint her Blaise. hello i uh, think you're yeah. joining hello. us yeah yeah hello um oh,
1: and she has a little smiley face down there too
0: uh ben do you have anything else you want to add about nintendo world you don't need to do like a recap just yourself.
1: uh just if you if you're going to Super Nintendo World, yeah, the the crowd there is pretty nuts. It can but luckily the reservation system can go that does t- sometimes turn on and turn off throughout the day. So if you go there and you didn't get the early access pass like some people did, um, all is not lost. Around six o'clock in the at around six o'clock in the afternoon is when a lot of people leave Super Nintendo World. So then they won't require reservations to get into the land, and you can still go and that's also around the time where the line for bowser's challenge usually um go dies down we did wait in a it was posted it was 150 minutes for mario kart when we first rode on it we got, but we got on the ride in a little under two hours
3: oh Ugh. only two hours oh
1: well wow. I, I know okay for a ride like that you expect like a three hour plus wait no
3: i don't i don't ride rides that are three hours long then
0: no, That's I'm just not. I don't have time in my life to do that. That's the thing. It, Listen, that, here's real quickly, Ben. Like the, the thing is, like I have heard about what this ride is, and I'm really glad you had a great time. Don't get me wrong; I'm really happy I had a great time. But like, I would not think that three hours is worth it for that ride. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, anybody who really does, anybody word. who does, you know what? I'm happy. I'm happy you think so. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> three yeah, hours least- is so much you can watch a whole a whole
3: movie we can't talk about
1: yeah you can <laughs> yeah yeah you can not but i will say the queue is I think most of it is covered and they do blast the ac that's and, good, and, that's good. and there and there's only like one section of the of the line that you are in the direct sun but I, there's not a whole lot of J spots but the line does move through pretty quickly and you're only out there for like maybe 10 15 minutes and then you're inside Bowser's co- the, the queue itself is like I won't lie, it's gorgeous. It has a lot of really great Easter eggs and a lot of really cool things to look at and okay. and uh, um, what's called Easter eggs. But yeah, three hours is way too long, which was really cool because the second time we got on, we got to cheat and we went through the expressway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone in our party got hurt and had to go to first aid. And when they told the story, they're like, hey, uh, what can we do? Is like, can we get passes for Bowser's Challenge? And they're like, let me see what I can do. And they're like, okay, cool. Here's the VIP stuff for 12 people. And we we're like, sweet.
0: I, oh, I know life. I know what I know why you said it this way because you finished your sentence, but at the beginning, I'm like, yeah, someone got hurt. No, no, <laughs> I was like, did. why are you happy about that?
2: I know, but you you sounded excited,
0: right? Right, <laughs> um, anyway,
2: somebody got messed up. <laughs> yeah, Bowser, <laughs> they failed All the right. Bowser challenge, came in a kneecapped
0: <laughs> violent yeah. challenge. All right, anything else, Ben? nope uh that's pretty much it um oh. i want i want sparks and ryan to talk a bit because i because i realized we should talk about the scream board game the what oh, now
3: true. i mean it is does that mm... no it's not straight no yeah there's a wonderful movie franchise that made a really cool like 20 to 30 minute board game
2: it's brought all... it's put out through funko yeah so, um yeah there's a scream there's a board game where uh there's an app for it and so like the players can get you get called by scream throughout the game it can only be up ghost to 20 face. minutes yeah by Ghostface. sorry yeah um by ghost face and Doctor uh, scream. and uh it's very tense you're trying to complete all these things before Ghostface kills one of you um it's,
3: it's it moves very fast yeah. uh yeah it was a really really good time
0: yeah i i really enjoyed the game it's a really good game mechanic um it's it, it it can't go beyond twenty minutes. I guess is, is no, it the cannot. Thing, like... It cannot. Um, three minutes before the twenty minute time,
2: you hear a window shatter, and it means Ghostface is coming to kill you in three minutes unless you finish the game. It's yeah. awesome.
0: Uh, yeah. Had a had a really good time with that game. I'm glad we got to play it. We played it yesterday at, at Sparks at Sparks and Ryan's place. So yeah, uh, I tonight. need to play this game now, especially now that you've time. seen Scream.
1: Yeah, your...
3: I've seen all the movies. I kind of like what there's a board game of this now, and it's like it's cool because the app has like the killer's voice, so it's like, oh, you're in the yeah, high they, school. Yeah, they, they have
2: his, they have he recorded the lines for it, so it's, great. it's really Yeah, it's really oh, cool. that's
0: rad, a <laughs> lot of fun. Yeah. Um, all right, I'll talk about Ratchet and Clank then. Uh, I'm
3: gonna go wait real quick. I, I the only thing because we, we talk about board games, we did play Mountains of Madness yesterday, oh, sure. yeah, too. Yeah, after yeah. you left, Brandon. We, we, oh. we had one hour. And we were like, let's try Mountains of Madness. That game's incredible. That game's awesome. I understand why it can be frustrating, but that is the type of person that I am. I love games like that. And the harder they make it, the more fun I have. So by the end of that game, people are walking across the room. People are screaming. People are copying people's screams. And I'm just like, this is heaven. Oh, this is awesome. And we won. And we won. So it felt good. Uh, That game's super rough. Uh, uh, Really cool idea. Really... How do you how do you turn the ideas of HP Lovecraft into a board game? This is exactly how you do it. It's awesome. Communication is so important. And sometimes you just can't even talk. So it's just like, what do you do? What do you do? I have an idea. I I yeah. Mine was anytime somebody asks me something, I can't respond. I say, I have an idea and I ignore them.
0: <laughs> it's awesome. It's a really well. Ben, what it is, is uh, throughout the game, you get these madness cards. And the, mm-hmm. the madness card tells you what you have to do. So, for example, I had one where it was, um, uh, whenever someone says a number, I have to say the next number. So, if someone's like, I've got three cards, I have to say four cards? and Like, I just say four. Like, that's with, four no, but like, with no context. You can't tell no people context. what your madness is. You can't tell people what their madness is. It, it makes the game very frustrating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: sounds it's, like it's, it it's a hoot and a holler
0: um all right Ratchet well sparks clank. sparks uh, i'm happy to happy i have you for a bit i'll tell you about yeah. Ratchet and clank later
2: sounds good i mean i'm gonna listen to the show I, I hope you guys have a great show i just have other stuff going on today so i'll see y'all it's a birthday we got a birthday uh, in the house check out uh our youtube channel this week because we're definitely dropping 100 percent tmnt shredders revenge Ben Ryan and I played it with our friend Grayson. Yes.
0: So yeah! check
2: that out on the YouTube channel. Last dropping this week. Definitely some book club coming this week. I'll see ya.
0: See you later, my friend. All right. So I so I played Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. This came out a couple of years ago. I'm very late to the party. Um, this is a sequel to Ratchet and Clank Into the Nexus, which was the which was the last game before they made the the reboot game, which is not. Canon. I just found out they they just kind of look at it as like a fun side adventure that they, they did. Um, but Ratchet and Clank ripped apart. This is the game where uh, uh, at the beginning of the game, everyone's celebrating Ratchet and Clank for having saved the universe multiple times at this point, and everyone's like, "Look at you!" And Ratchet's retired, and he's not quite sure if he's still the hero that he once was. Um, and Clank surprises him by saying, "I fixed the Dimensionator." which is the only way that Ratchet can go find his people because a few games ago we learned that all the Lombaxes left the galley, left the universe and went to a parallel world to say to uh, uh uh get say to find refuge from the villain of the future trilogy um so it kind of Complicated, but whatever. So, 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 and Ratchet's not sure if he wants to do it, but then Dr. Nefarious shows up, and Dr. Nefarious is like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use the Dimensionator, and I'm going to go to a dimension where I don't lose anymore, because I'm tired of losing to you, Ratchet and Clank. Uh, so he goes to a parallel dimension where he is the Emperor, but in doing so, he has uh, broken the boundaries between all the dimensions. So all these like rifts are showing up around the place, and you can use. Uh, The rifts for Traversal, which is one of the new gameplay mechanics that they kind of like uh, were really. um, It's like the main feature of the game was the rift traversal. And you also get to play as the new Lombex character, the parallel dimension version of Ratchet, actually, uh, Rivet. Um, I I love that. (laughs) I just love how they're seeing
1: like. It, it sounds like the hey, we're gonna name all of our main longbox characters after tools and things you use in construction. That's funny.
0: Yeah. So this is so this is Rivet. Rivet is the is the dimension where she in her dimension she constantly loses against Emperor Nefarious. Um, there's Captain Quantum instead of Captain Quark. The one of the pirates from Quest for Booty is also has a parallel dimension version uh, where he's French. It's weird. And uh, the hoverboard uh celebrity the kind of tony hawk hoverboard celebrity alien um is a is a resistance fighter named phantom in the parallel dimension um and he gives you a cool there's a lot of really cool new gameplay mechanics in this game um someone has set off an alarm back there um so there's a lot of really cool gameplay gameplay mechanics, keep it very fresh, keep it very fun. I love Ratchet and Clank. I I play I've played all the Ratchet and Clank games except for Into the Nexus. Um and I uh, it was so cool to be back in this world. Like this is a main game, it's not like Into the Nexus, which is like two hours. Um this is like um there's all this it's got a lot of really cool new aliens really cool new planets. Emperor Nefarious is a really cool villain. Uh Rivet is such a fun new character. I I hope that they do like they did with miles Morales and make a rivet side game. just like 10 hours long. You just play as rivet. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Um, everyone's got really complete arcs by the end of it. Everyone has moments to shine. The new Rhino, every game introduces a new Rhino, the new Rhino rules. Um, <laughs> it's such a, it is such a cool, uh, it's such a cool weapon. I, I, um, I beat the game hundred percent in a week. Nice. Um, so it's, it's probably like 20, 25 hours long. Mm-hmm. Um and I had a great time. I'm kind of sad it's over cuz I thought it was just so much fun. It's one of the most engaging Ratchet and Clank games they've ever made. Um and I I have a suspicion that they're making another one. Uh but it Because of the way it ends, it does sound like that they will eventually make another Ratchet and Clank game. I mean, the gap between Into the Nexus and this game is almost 10 years. So like, even if it takes that long, I do think there is another Ratchet and Clank game in the pipeline. We know their next two games and they've now announced
3: another new multiplayer game that's not based off Ratchet and Clank. So it's again, it might they might make another one, but it is going to be a long ass time.
0: Yeah, and I think that's important for them because they have the, again, uh, Insomniac is not the studio it was when it first made Ratchet and Clank. Um, it's a very different studio now, and they yeah. um, and Ratchet and Clank isn't their primary focus, but I think it's still a property that they are passionate about as a company mm-hmm. and want to put out um, put out for uh, new games when they are able to. Yeah, um, I, because again, yeah. it's a 25-hour game. It's not a. It's not a big game, but it is really fun. And and like you don't need Ratchet and Clank to be a big AAA multi-platform. Um. Uh. Type not multi-platform, but like you don't need Ratchet and Clank to be a Spider-Man level game. Uh. You don't. You. You can have it be smaller, and I think that's kind of the charm of Ratchet and Clank at this point in this current era of consoles. Yeah,
1: I think with Ratchet and Clank, it just needs to be a fun lighthearted adventure with punny devices, fun devices and fun gadgets to use and just solid platform action, action platforming gameplay.
0: Yeah. And I think that there's, um, I don't want to spoil it with like the ending of it, but like the, and I, and I won't, but some of the, some of the new planets introduce some really interesting lore. That's clearly not just them throwing this lore away for one game. It's them setting something up for, for the next game, um, whatever that's going to look like. Um, and I'd be, I, I, I hope I hope they do make another one. I really like the world of Ratchet and Clank, and I'm really happy that it is one of the one of, like it's a, of its contemporaries. It's the only one that made it through the PS4 and P, into PS5 era. Because Sly Cooper and Jack and Daxter never made it past PM3, PS3, right? Yeah, because mm-hmm. um, those were Naughty Dog, and Naughty Dog
3: will, will never make a cartoon game ever. Again. <laughs> I'd love for them to go back to Jack and
0: Daxter. I get why oh. they won't though. Oh no, was yeah, they but Cooper? they.
3: What's Sly it's Cooper. Like Cooper no, they weren't. They most somebody else. But Sly Cooper is also a game franchise that just doesn't exist anymore.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. Is like Ratchet and Clank is the only one of its contemporaries that has survived the, the era, and I think that's because yeah. this Insomniac really is just passionate about Ratchet and Clank and wants it to kind yeah. of be their yeah. staple. Insomniac, yeah. they
3: are they are the best at, and it's a lot. You can see a lot of Ratchet and Clank in Spider Man, just in the in the mm-hmm. weaponry and the gadgets and the tools and stuff like that, and even some of the movement mm-hmm. stuff. So like, um I don't, I don't again just because we know their trajectory over the next like six years like i don't think it's gonna happen soon but i do think they are a company that does like to hey we've made two three spider-man games let's go back to ratchet let's go back to having having more little like you know cartoony fun uh they are a company that like i said Brendan, like they don't mind returning to their old stuff like we're never gonna get a new crash game in in the style of of naughty dog and stuff like that right like like they've come so far they make hbo games now basically as opposed to cartoon games like they are just like they are truly a different
0: developer. Whereas in we yeah. were like, they don't mind returning to their roots. Yeah, Crash Bandicoot now, the new the latest Crash Bandicoot was not Naughty Dog, right? No, was it, was, it was it Acti- was that was
1: Activision Blizzard. That was Toys right. for Bob, actually. Toys yeah, for Bob right, so crash and Crash Boy. I like
0: that game too. So that's yeah. I mean, but it's kind of like the thing, like the developers of Ratchet and Clank, the developers of Ratchet and Clank still want to return to Ratchet and Clank, whereas the developers of Sly Cooper and Jack and Dexter and, and Crash Bandicoot don't yes um yes. so someone else has to uh take on uh, the 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 the, the, the crash bandicoot thing but mm-hmm. oh a uh, princess brockle bunny in the chat hello hey, happy, sunday to you happy sunday to you too
1: she's saying love in the new time slot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. um but yeah so it is it is uh it's a very fun game with really fun new characters awesome new locations uh, this would have probably, this would have definitely been on my top ten had I played it two years ago. Um, but uh, I, I just had a oh, blast. Honey, more with than it. more than two years. that's twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's it.
1: That is when it came out. huh? Yeah, I, yeah, I looked it, it up because I thought Miles? it was longer.
0: Before months. Yeah. I I, I I looked it up because I thought it was longer because I thought that it was crazy. like five years, but no, it's just twenty twenty one. Wow. Time wow. flies when it's a pandemic. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly um, it, 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 it's, it's really it's really great It's really what I'm getting at I had, I had a lot of fun, great new gameplay mechanics Love it, if you haven't played Rift Apart I think it's one of the best Ratchet & Clank games
3: When it's uh, cheaper, I will buy it
0: Yeah, uh, I'm actually going to go back and play Into the Nexus because it's the one I haven't played yet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, Alright, shall we get into our bread and butter? Oh. Alright uh, Some sad news up top
1: Hello, darkness, my old friend.
0: Bo Goldman, the screenwriter for One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and Meet Joe Black, uh, passed away at the age of ninety. Ooh, I love One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. That's a fantastic movie. I've Never seen it. I'm not, that's, that's
3: not surprising. Nah, I, not in a bad way. It's just an old movie.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. He. He's a really. Uh, not. He obviously didn't just do these. Um. He also is an uncredited writer on Dick Tracy, which is kind of fun. Um. I. The movie's fun. Ninety years old, long. He's got a good legacy as a screenwriter. Like, uh, uh, it is sad, but ninety is is good innings. Absolutely.
1: Ninety is a uh, def- yeah. That's a that's a long fulfilled life, if I do say so myself.
0: Yeah, and such seminal work. Oh yeah, Randy Mazner, I think I'm pronouncing that right. The one of the founding members of the Eagles passed away at the age of seventy seven. I love the Eagles?
3: I they're definitely on my like classic rock yacht rock playlist all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The yeah
1: yeah the
0: and eagles. then
3: oh go ahead ben oh no, no no um
1: my dad has a vinyl record of hotel Cal- i mean of, of course eagles are known for death for every for a lot of other things just besides hotel california but that album and that song is just so iconic it's just such a i mean it's some could call it overplayed but it's still just a fantastic song and and The Eagles are a band that, even though I didn't really hardcore grow up with them, I still love hearing that song. And on my 66 trip, I went to the spot in Winslow, Arizona that's mentioned in the song, Take It Easy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then that entire town made that song their identity, which is... Don't let the
3: sound of your own wheels drive you crazy. Exactly. I I mean,
1: I was standing on the corner of Winslow, Arizona, which is such a fine sight to see. And there was a girl, my
3: lord, in a flatbed forward who slowed down to take a look at me.
2: Good, that. that's good. it's but good yeah, um yeah real quick real quick, real quick we're, we're talking about lyrics
3: uh hotel california does have one of my favorite lyrics is you could check out anytime you like but you can never leave you know really what the home. song's about right it's about um it's about um shin ultraman oh what a, what oppression a
0: song yeah what yeah yeah
1: it's about um there's a rehab center in california there's the only one in existence where you can check yourself in and they like um It's kind of like a, it's a drug rehab center where you have to check yourself in, but you can't essentially get out. Mm -hmm. That's why it's like, you could check out anytime you like, but you can never leave. Because also when you do go to this rehab center, it's like, I think it was because the, one of the singers had a major drug problem and he went to it it. and he went to it and he had, and it was like a court order thing that you, it's either you do this or you go to jail essentially. Well, I, I need fun. to do I need to do some research a little bit more research, but I do remember the story my dad told me about the song, like stab it with their steely knives, but they just can't kill the beast because he's like, yeah, the beast is drugs, the,
0: the, the beast is addiction.
3: No, that makes sense. That makes sense. I dig that.
0: Uh, I know you brought up uh, Princess Sparkle, Bunny's comment the shining. Uh, she, I believe she was saying that in regards to what what Hotel California is about. I think she said The Shining. Oh, yeah. oh, it could be the similarity. Like... No, it's not. It's it, it, no, it, it. I think she was just making a joke. Is what I was. Oh, <laughs> thing um like like ryan said ultra man mm. uh cool yeah long yeah. legacy once again mm-hmm.
1: a, a historic legacy is being a part of a band that in the classic when people talk about classic rock it's like yeah the eagles
0: are yeah. definitely up there and then uh, finally Sinead o'connor passed away at the age of 56 what what do you know what she passed away of no, I don't. I couldn't find it. They haven't divulged it yet. At least at Definitely the time that well. I was right as the time I was writing this, they hadn't, but okay. maybe they have now. I
3: don't know. Uh, well fifty six is incredibly young. Um yeah. very prolific artist. Um very uh, uh, anti anti fascist, very, very uh, liberal, very cool, tore up the Pope's picture on television to protest. Uh, uh, the the Catholic Church, very cool lady. Um um that's a shame.
0: Um, i'm looking it up uh the cause of death bipolar diagnosis that can't kill you
3: oh well actually princess sparkaboni just yeah. brought up a, a probably heartbreak she lost a child last year
0: that's oh awful. yeah that yeah that would do it bipolar yeah, disorder plus dang. yeah makes sense well, rest, uh, rest rest
3: rest yeah. yeah 56
0: that's that sucks that's that's, yeah. that's young yeah all right strike news once again we're not gonna be talking about uh film and television news as it doesn't relate to the strike we're talking about it as it relates to the strike so i'm here i'm on i'm on the picket line you're recording from the picket line just like last week you're recording from comic-con true it's crazy it's
3: like it's it it, says it's 100
0: degrees out there but it's like a cool 60 65 in here baby it's freezing (laughs) say hi strikers hey One thing yeah, I will monitor. say
1: while I was at uh, I was at the theme park yesterday, there uh-huh. were a lot of workers who were wearing pro strike buttons on God, their uniforms. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah,
0: union yeah, strong. i cool. get your wages. Couple of couple of things to talk about with the strike, which is one I thought just thought this was cool. Um the rock was in the news last week, I believe, for getting a 70 it's like a 75 million dollar paycheck for his upcoming Santa Claus movie on Netflix. Um What right? Seventy-five million. Yeah, he's like the highest-paid actor at this point because of that. That's that's a movie. That's an entire movie. But Mm -hmm. the reason why he got that he got that salary is because he won't make anything off the back end. Nobody should be making that much money, regardless. Right. I mean, there's also that, but also residuals. Guys, pay your residuals. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what they're striking about, is getting these streaming residuals. And they're, they're circumventing that by giving you a larger paycheck up up front. Uh, and in the case of The Rock, $75 million, uh, which is ridiculous. But anyway, the good news is that he has donated a historic seven-figure deal, a se- seven-figure uh, uh, check to SAG-AFTRA uh and they're in regards to the strike you know as part of the strike donation and it is the quote the largest single donation that they've ever received from one individual at one time seven
3: figures that's yeah. that's that's 10 million or more holy yeah. shit yeah hold that 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 will that will pay people who can't afford their rent that is no matter what i've said about the rock and black adam and all his nonsense good for you dude incredible I, it, incredibly it, it, humble thing to do incredible yeah.
1: I know I've maybe like cracked a few jokes at Dwayne the Rock Johnson, but that is a de- that is an act of kindness. If there's one thing I can't say about him, I will not say he is not an unkind person.
0: Yeah, that's incredibly no, incredible. That's true. It is really nice to see a, a a celebrity of his profile doing something like that, showing that support for the strike because that man is incredibly popular and incredibly famous. And if and if he did something like that, this is like when Snoop Dogg canceled his. Uh, concert performance like people who are of that caliber showing support for the strike will get a a a, a bigger public uh, will get the public opinion towards the strike uh, which is what we need we need that groundswell public opinion we're seeing it but we need more we need we need to beat the AMPTP and this yeah, is how uh, we do it
1: quick side note remind me how what when did Snoop Dogg cancel the concert that I, I don't how, remember that like, I,
0: I, I believe just after SAG struck or after the WGA struck oh I don't remember exactly when he did it, but he did cancel a thing. And everyone was like, why is he doing this? it because he's an actor? Because he's in he's in SAG.
3: I always forget that Snoop is in SAG. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's an actor, actor. He was in Starsky and Hutch. He, that was his first big
0: movie role, if I do remember correctly. He was just in Dayshaft, remember? Oh, you're right. Um,
3: yeah, yeah he, canceled, <laughs> he canceled it to be in Solidarity with writers and fellow actors, yeah his his um his uh, uh his album doggy style turns 30 in november <gasps> it's a great album it's a great album yeah 30 that, yeah. that's that's
0: weird that old yeah princess sparkle uh, bunny bringing up uh yeah Another rocks performance in the scorpion king i'll admit he has more than made up for that film in my opinion <laughs> I... I may not <laughs> i may not have enjoyed his most recent things but uh, you know he's got some he's got some really great films that i think make up he... for that
3: Remember, Remember the CGI Revenge. rubber man he was in the mummy? Oh, god, <laughs> yeah. in uh, in
1: Revenge of the Mummy, yeah. Wait, wait is it Revenge of the Ooh, Mummy? I want it to be
2: called Revenge of the Mummy.
0: <laughs> it's the it Mummy re- Returns, the Mummy yeah. Returns.
1: Revenge of the Mummy's the ride. Uh,
0: yeah, that's how, I like that's that how long was. it's been since I seen that movie. It's fine, it's fine. All
1: right, anyway. Well, no, you just see like Scorpion Claw rocking, it's like you never forget it, and it's like I don't need to see that
0: movie ever again. I'll never forget the. The movements he does oh yeah <laughs> i know it's not him i know it's a completely cgi person with the with the rock's face plastered on it but it's it, it might
3: as well be like a, a rubber model that they just like drew someone's face on I mean, and of sure.
1: course uh, the all famous I'm mother
3: it's uh, uh, <laughs> so, a good one the other
0: the other big donation that happened this week was from jason momoa uh jason momoa donated a a lot a lot of water to the picket lines to sag after and WGA.
3: Do you think it's a little on the nose that Aquaman gave people a bunch of water?
0: Yeah, but I love it for that. I do too,
3: but I'm just like, is, <laughs> does he think it's funny or does he not even think that he's Aquaman doing this? I wonder if he's playing into it. Like, what up? It's me, Arthur.
0: But like in this in this weather, like that is that is just as good of a donation as money at this point. No,
3: uh, I'm not no, trust me, I'm not knocking it. It's just it's just really funny that it's Aquaman giving, you know, five thousand bottles of water.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: You know what? I think it's just one of those things that he's like, I'm gonna give these people the water, it's hot. He's thinking when Jason Momoa did, he's although it is just Momoa, he probably is like he knows what he's doing, but at the same time, I could see this just be an amazing coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. And even when I Sorry, sorry. Even when I was driving to the to, to the park yesterday, I did see some of the trees, and I was just like glaring, and I'm like, going, "Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah."
1: I didn't see any but yeah. picketers, but I did see the trees, and I'm like, uh. "That's because
0: it was, it's Saturday, and they don't pick it on the weekends." Oh. Uh, the Lord. Um, day. yeah. Anyway, so, so once again, these are two good donations. These are two famous people that are putting uh, the eyes on uh, in the right place. I think uh, uh, more of this. T- I know Tom Cruise said that he's going to help in other ways, but put your money where your mouth is, man. Uh, let's do it. Let's get these majorly famous actors. Well, actually, you know what? I'll talk about I'll talk about this one next. Uh, there's a movie coming out called G20. It's filming currently and it's starring Viola Davis. Uh, now, this is a truly independent film that's not part of the studios owned by the, the, the owned. Uh, it's not part of the studios that are a part of the AMPTP. So they were able to keep filming. They had a, they had a contract with SAG to keep filming Viola Davis this week has decided to actually shut down the film anyway uh, in order to um, she says, I love quote. I love this movie, but I do not feel that it would be appropriate for this production to move forward during the strike.
3: I, I uh, 100% love that. And it's the thing with like, we talked about it with like eight twenty four, and like, yes, you can be independent, but like, just like with this podcast, we're not making movies, but we're showing solidarity. Like, like, if everybody is trying to be in full force of show support like maybe just don't make a movie right now you know just like i again like business is business and some people have to get paid and like you know uh schedules and whatnot but like if if the entire world's trying to come together on this like i understand indie movies are not the same thing as 200 million dollar blockbusters but like viola davis wants to be in solidarity i'm like hell yeah hell yeah like i I think everyone else should just comply
0: That's the thing that we were talking about with like, as you mentioned with a 24, because like a 24s high profile stuff. And like, to be fair, like, you know, they are a struggle. They are not a struggling studio, but they're a smaller studio. They're not part of the AMPTP. The strike is against the studios that are in the AMPTP and they were able to make their own deal. And that's also really great. But having an actor like Viola Davis shut down her production in in a show of solidarity is also really important. And it's, I, it's it's kind of one of those like i actually don't think a24 or, or is wrong in wanting to continue to film because they are they are so small and they need to fill their quota and they need to get yeah, their yeah. get their investment back but i also get that what a show would that be if they're like yeah we got this contract we're willing to work with sag on everything but we're also going to pause all of our productions
3: it's it's a double-edged sword because like again like literally you just said Brendan like the smaller studio needs to put stuff out or they will like shutter and again like 824 is not the smallest studio ever but like they do make <clears throat> small movies so like yeah. if they have a bad year like who knows like what that can do to them and we don't want a bunch of layoffs at like the one of the best studios around so like
0: and we don't want a 24 to get swallowed up by another like by a bigger studio like absolutely Longhouse so goes. it is it is just that
3: rough situation of like Showing solidarity, but also like I have to make money or I will not like, you know, that's what that's what everyone's dealing with. So like, you know, I don't I don't begrudge anyone having to make a tough decision, you know, as long as it's not right. for, you know, Disney or Universal. Like, you know, it's it's a right. little more leeway. Right. right. Tom,
0: it's, it's, is, it, Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise is not getting away from Mission Impossible. Right. We don't. I think that.
3: he's just like crying in a corner because his movie is like underperforming. And I get it because that movie deserves to make a lot of money.
0: And, that movie should not have been released next to Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yeah, it should have yeah. been immediately.
3: They got Barbie and Hybert so bad. <laughs>
1: it, uh, it did.
0: It uh, did. I want to talk about Barbie so bad, but I
1: can't. No, That's we amazing. didn't see
3: Barbie. What, what what are movies?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. But anyways, um, quick pause and side note. Uh, guess who's in the chat, Brandon? My mm-hmm.
3: dungeon master,
1: Danger Dan himself saying mm-hmm. hi, Sorry. everybody. Swing what by to saying that Brandon did a fantastic job on the conversation. Interviewing seven people isn't easy, but you were a great host, and it was a wonderful time. See, I told you.
0: Oop, oop. Thank you, sir. I really appreciate that. Congratulations on d and Dark." It is a wonderful show. Oop, oop. Um, oop. All right. So that. So yeah. That's all the. That's all the. That's all the kind of like the good solidarity stuff. Sony, uh, in response to the strike, has decided not to split from the AMPTP and and make their own deal with SAG. After they have instead decided to move their entire November and December slate.
3: Man, this, and this is this is the thing, man. It was everyone's waiting for the first studio to make the move, and now that it's happening, just like the pandemic, every other
0: studio is going to start moving all of their movies. Yeah, this this is the drop. Twenty twenty four is going to be a crowded movie uh year. Yikes. Yes. So the big the, the the kind of the big one was the Emmys. The Emmys were pushed because no actors could draw, could could no actors or writers could be there. Um. So they have been postponed. In de- no sorry. They were supposed to air on September eighteenth. For whatever reason, they were already pushed to the end of the year rather than at the beginning of the year. I don't know if that was always the case, but it was. The, it is this year. Um, and then now they're just postponed indefinitely. So the upcoming Emmys are just not going to happen this year. Poor things was moved two weeks. No. That wasn't two weeks. That was Grand Turismo. Okay. Poor Things was originally supposed to come out in September eighth, twenty twenty three. Um, that's the Emma Watson uh Willem Dafoe, kind of Frankenstein. The Yorgos
3: Lathamos weird looking Frankenstein movie.
0: Yeah. Mm. Uh it will now release in December 8th, 2023. So it is still this year, it's just been pushed oh. back a couple of months.
3: I I was ready for you to say December 2024 and like break my heart. So like <laughs> it's still this year, so it's like that's okay. If the strike ends, of course. Like oof.
0: of course uh Grand Turismo was only pushed 2 weeks from August 11th to August 25th um, well, which is a weird change which is a weird change because the quote that because the quote that was attached to this move was quote the movie stars can't promote the movie but the audiences can Well but
1: 2 well, weeks is, is no time at all. Damn. Okay, now I'm so, kind of Look at the weird thing really weird side tangent about Gran Turismo cuz that weekend I'm going to Las Vegas for my best friend's bachelor party. And oh, sure. the, the day we were going to drive back home, we were going to make a pit stop to go see Gran Turismo because it comes out the day we go to Vegas. And we're not going to do that. And I'm bummed because my best friend, you guys know, is a huge car guy. He loves race cars and he really loves playing the game Gran Turismo. So he was really looking forward to it. So well,
2: dang
0: it. I'm sorry. Well, it's only two weeks.
1: Yeah, it's only two weeks, but it still is yeah. like one of those things. You can't like, see it gonna together. A, yeah. It was going to be a nice little cherry on top for his bachelor party to
0: go see Gran Turismo. but. Oh well. Now Ghost- just
3: uh, make it the honeymoon and bring the wife.
0: <laughs> Ghostbusters four, uh, so the sequel to Afterlife, has been pushed from December twentieth, twenty twenty three, to March 29th, twenty twenty four, and you have no idea, no idea how happy I am that a Ghostbusters movie is not coming out this year.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's that's five months away. Yeah, that's scary.
0: Um, the the fact that they were still filming during the writer's strike, and obviously they cannot film during the during the actor strike. I am happy that that film will be is delayed and yeah. cannot film, and thank goodness I don't think I could have handled Ghostbusters um, uh, Ghostbusters discourse this year.
3: Did you see that um, Sonic Three is currently filming? What? I d- yeah, no, it, it's really funny, Ben, because there's no actors on set; it's just three standees of Knuckles, Tails, and Sonic, and it's it just, just doing all the CGI the shots. And stuff. <laughs> So you just see standees on set and, like, they're in the air. And it's like, man, making movies is really funny.
0: Hey, you know what? That's a good use of your time. It is. You don't need people. I mean, yeah, like, like, set people are different,
3: but, like, yeah. They're, they're probably
1: just getting the shots ready. And then when the strikers are over there, they're like, okay,
3: let's yeah. Ben Schwartz and whoever's playing Shadow, do your yeah. line, record your lines. Yeah, this is all, yeah, all all the stuff that they're just going to overlay with CG. So it's like, you know, that makes this sense.
0: Is, I mean, this is like, what? what uh Ridley scott wanted to do which is film with all the background extras and things like that yeah.
3: yeah yeah
0: um spider-man beyond the spider-verse has been pushed from its march 29th 2024 release uh to indefinitely we do not have a current date for this movie and it is i do not believe it's because of the strike
3: i mean it's it is a factor but that movie without a strike was still not going to come out in march absolutely yeah right no way
0: that's why there's no release date. There's release dates for all of these. There's not for that. And I think that's because that movie's not ready.
3: And if, if again, if if that movie is the same quality of, of this last movie, I will wait five years. I don't care.
0: Yeah,
3: Art, art takes time to, to to make good. Like, you know, make it as good as you need it to be. Take your time. Pay your artists. Don't crunch, please.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, give them more time to work. Uh, Craven the Hunter was also pushed from August 6, 2020 to August, sorry, October 6, 2020. 20- 23, not 2020. I read that all wrong. Um, Can you repeat it? Can you repeat that whole thing? Yes. Craven the Hunter. Yes. uh, Has been pushed from its October 6th, 2023 release date. To August 30th, 2024.
3: August. I'm not like I'm. I'm. I'm excited for it, but not like crazy. But that's so man. That's so far away. It's (laughs) not even August now. (laughs)
0: That's. (laughs) It will be in a couple of days. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> it's like a, over a year away
0: <laughs> that's fine. um whatever obviously like and then venom also got a release date of june 2024 but um oh, okay. it wasn't pushed or anything it wasn't supposed to come out this year okay. um yeah so there you go well, some some be... some stuff
3: it's gonna happen more you know it dune's moving dune's moving 100 um yeah. mm-hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna cry <laughs> it's gonna be so sad
0: <laughs> yeah it's gonna happen a lot more these movies yeah. are going to push um, yeah. all because the AMPTP does not want to go back to the negotiating table and make these people a fair deal. Aquaman's about to become a two year hiatus movie. It's about
3: to become the new new mutants.
0: Jesus. I hate if, if any more time in that editing bay to make that movie good, take it.
3: I, if, if they even care about it at this point,
0: I know. Well, I'm sure James Wan cares about it.
3: No, you know, but you know what I mean? Like, does the yeah. studio care to like, to let, let them have extra money to fix all the problems. If there are some like, yeah, we'll see.
0: Mm-hmm. uh danger dangers and uh, we'll just have to make do without more spum but that's what exactly <laughs> we make uh, what a,
3: uh, ugh, it's gonna be hard dan a whole year without some more
0: spum what's ugh. that ackerman spite uh, Sp- uh, sony the, the pictures sony
3: pictures universe of
0: m- marvel movies marvel, marvel oh, movies.
3: yeah
1: there
0: you go spum I was um, like what
1: the hell is spum? Is that like an acronym that I don't know that I'm supposed well, to I know? Well, I think it
0: it used to be it used to knowledge. be the Sony Pictures Universe of Spider-Man characters. Spump. The spunk. Spump. Of... Spunk. <laughs> used to be the spum, now it's the spum. And now it's the Spum, the Sony Pictures Universe of Marvel characters. Love anyway, um, there's a couple of other things that we we'll, we'll talk about which is um the studio executives uh, who make up the AMPTP's clientele are going to speak to the National Association of Theater Owners obviously theater chains are going to be impacted by all these moves um and uh they they are doing this because they want the the theater chains this this organization to to convince SAG to settle and and go back to and and no. get back to work
3: no work. you tried to get the no. government to be a mediator now you want to talk to the theaters to make to cry about it now y'all y'all, y'all this is it they're striking I this is am- a strike. It's not going to end until you pay them. Here's mm-hmm.
1: what I okay. It's probably not going to happen because a lot of these theater chains are billion-dollar corporations. But still, how funny would it be is if they just give them a Udo reverse card and said, "No, you go to the
0: table. You they're fix, not fix this shit. No, they won't. No, they won't. Of that. course, they won't. They're not. They're not billion-dollar corporations. It, it it is. I think a billion-dollar industry, but that's pretty. That's not where it used to right. be. Um. The the thing that that they're hoping to do is kind of scare them like COVID did like COVID really scared uh, the national association of theater owners because like, you can't go to the theaters. So what's that going to look like? How are you going to survive? You're not going to survive. So the studios are going back saying, Hey, you're not going to survive this strike. Tell them that because they care about you more than they care about us. Um, Which is, which is a really sleazy tactic, but I kind of understand the decision to make it. Yeah. Um, But, I hope that the National Association of Theater Owners will understand that it was these studios who threatened them, who threatened their livelihoods during the pandemic and not the actors.
3: I I don't know. I don't know the billionaires who own the movie theaters as well as I know the billionaires who own all the big movie studios. But I would like to think that besides everyone who's always invested in money, it's always about money, but like movie theater people understand that actors make up movies and writers make up movies. So I would, I'd like to think that the movie, the movie theater people have a better understanding than the big studio people, but they're all billionaire assholes anyway. So like, I could be wrong, but like, I hope, I hope like, I know, I don't think like Ben, like you made the joke of like Uno reverse card, but like, I hope the students, the, the theaters are like, no, like you pay your people. Like who cares? Yeah. Like, no, mm-hmm. no, like we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll play old movies. People love to see old movies. We'll do a Ghibli fest every month. I yeah, want
1: that. Yeah. Well, honestly <laughs> I'm actually mad that well, I'm not always about my work schedule, but over at my, at my local theater, every Tuesday, they have a $5 classic movie yeah. night.
0: Yeah, a lot they, of people do. A lot of places I, do.
1: I love, I want to, I even want, I am so mad that I have not been able to go see Jurassic Park in a movie theater. I've only seen it on a home video. I've always Thanks. wanted to see yeah. it in a movie theater. And I just, I would love to go do that. I'm like, hey, old movie wow. night, like, we'll expand the old movie night if this happens. I'm game. I'll do it. I'll still Did pay the not? outrageous prices for, um, For concessions,
0: I'll go. Did you not come with me to see Jurassic Park for the 25th anniversary? I did not. Interesting.
1: I thought you. I I should. I think that was the last time I
0: saw it in theaters. Was the 25th anniversary?
1: I think we were trying to, but it just never worked out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Schedule. Anyway, I I hope this doesn't work um, because it's well. It's not going to stop them from striking, but actors want to see theaters succeed. That's where they get most of their revenue, anyway. Anyway. Uh, studios are considering terminating some of their first look deals. so as we've talked about before, many act, many writers um, and directors have received first look deals with studios that they would only work on certain things because of this strike the studios are now looking at terminating those contracts as hell do it do it
3: these people will they don't they obviously they care but they don't care they are striking like these yeah. these studios they will they are going to do every single thing in their power. Uh, and everything they do will make them look worse and worse and worse in the, in the, in the eyes of the people. And they already, I would say the regular person already probably agrees with, with the strike stuff. But like every day, every week, it's getting worse where they're saying the worst things. They're going to every other person to try to mediate instead of just talk to the people on strike. Like this has been going for months and they're going to do everything. And it's not, is going to work. Nothing's going to work. And it's going to be so interesting because like so much has happened in these past few uh, uh weeks with the actors and th- in the past like couple months with the writers but like if this continues for months it's it's the studios are really gonna be effed like truly yeah. gonna be effed and i'm it it is going to suck for everyone involved but you know we have to get through a rough patch to make it better for the future uh the- and that is like it is exciting that it is happening like revolution in the entertainment industry is happening and that's like that is exciting
0: and it needs to happen like it's yeah. needed to happen for a while and it's good that it's happening now but the AMPCP I think are are telling the studios we can win this, but the studios aren't realizing, well, what they're, they realize this, they know they've already lost because this is why they're doing all this because the writers and the actors believe in this so strongly that it will ruin the studios. It's not going to ruin the writers and the actors and they'll still have jobs when the strike is over. The, the, the ideally the, um, but they may not be maybe more choosy to work with people who they know has tried to scare them out out of the strike. T- yeah. Said that they can. The guy who said, <clears throat> Iger, the guy who said, uh, "We're going to ma- wait, wait till the uh, till till the writers start losing their houses," is not going to get a lot of writers working for him anymore. No, they are looking more and more like the evil bad guy. They are looking more and more like mask off Lex Luthor. Lex oh, Luther okay. has. Revealed himself to be a villain to all of Metropolis, and Metropolis has turned on him.
3: It it is. uh, We've talked about it for weeks now. That that line came out of like, yeah, we'll wait for them to lose their houses. Like somebody said that in a public forum, and that got reported on. Like that's the type of people we're dealing with. Like these people don't. They don't care about human life. That we are all. They're just. They're just numbers to to go up and down. And like this again. Like like we need a big revolution to change that mentality. And like it's going to take. It's going to take them losing billions of dollars until they finally say, oh, that's enough. I need to keep I need to keep my billions of dollars. For what reason? I don't know. You're a megalomaniac. Uh, But it's it's exciting and scary at the same time. But like they can try to do as many things as they want talk to as many people. and Nothing's going to work.
0: Yeah. As I mentioned up top, there are plenty of links to where you can support the strike, understand what they're striking for. Uh, We firmly believe in the striking in the the strikes. Um, We are 100 percent in solidarity with them and uh if you couldn't tell from this very conversation um so th- yeah there it is the last mm-hmm. thing i'll mention about the strike is that the wg east not the wga west yet anyway has promised that they will after the strike include uh animation writers in the wga because currently they are protected under tag which is the animation guild and they should be in wga
3: 100
0: you're writing i've never i never understood that yeah um, so that's why so which is a huge win. The fact that they are that the WGA is going to start protecting animation writers is a huge, huge win because we've talked about it before, tag is a union, but they are not a strong union because there's not yeah. because not everyone has joined them yet. Um, I believe that they could become a strong union and they are working on it, but they are not as strong as the WGA. and giving the animated animation writers WGA protection is going to be huge 100%. Let's hope for the hope for the future. yeah. But, like I said, we're not going to be talking about movies and TV shows anymore. So instead, we're going to be talking about comics. Yeah! Um, there are two comics that were announced from Marvel this week. Uh, one being Marvel Superhero Secret Wars Battle World. So this is going to be written by Tom DeFalco, who was the editor-in-chief at Marvel Comics, I believe. Or at least the editor of Secret Wars. The, the editor, Secret yeah. War. It was
3: it was uh, Jim Shooter was the editor-in-chief.
0: Yeah, so, so this is the editor of the original Secret Wars, and this is what this is. This is going back to the original Secret Wars um, with art by Pat Alife. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's what I got so far. Here's what I got. This new story will at least reveal, will at last reveal some secret connections and missing characters going back to the original series. What secret test are the Beyonders conducting and how will Spider-Man, the Human Torch, those are the main characters of the book, and the whole cast determined the fate of the universe. I so don't care about this
3: book. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Tom Defalco. Um, he is not necessarily a writer I care mm-hmm. about. Um, and this this being, you know, we've, we've done these types of books in the past. Oh, we're revisiting an old an old saga. Uh, you know, an old tol- untold story from from the past. That's fine. Uh, I don't I don't need any more secret wars, especially the original one. The original one's really fun um it is just bashing your action figures together um so like it's cool for for the old school fans but like this is this one specifically feels for like yo did you read that book 40 years ago this one's for you and i'm like um, i'll pass i'm okay i'm sure it's gonna be totally fine
0: they revisited secret wars during secret 2015 secret wars with deadpool uh deadpool super secret secret wars yes Yes.
3: that's a great book yeah
0: that was really good. That's really fun. That's kind of yeah. where I want you to go if you revisit Secret Wars.
3: Yeah, um, I mean, it is like one of Marvel's biggest events. So, like, I, I understand. I always wanted to go back to it, you know, like you know, something like Flashpoint or something. So, like, yeah. you know, I, I get it. Um, it's this one's just just not for me. Mm.
0: Uh, well, this one's for me. Uh, Spider Gwen on tour. Um, <laughs> we're going to be re- returning back to Earth sixty five. Spider Gwen is uh, Gwen Stacy is. Touring with her band, the Mary Janes. Uh, yes. This is going to be written by Melissa Flores with art by Enid Balam. Okay. All right. Uh, sees Gwen Stacy and her band, the Mary Janes, touring the country to play gigs in four different cities. Gwen's trying her hardest not to use her secret identity, but keeping the mask in her bag gets difficult when the crew encounters a mysterious assassin on their tail. Ooh. This That's sounds like a lot reasoning. of fun. Yeah, I always
3: I'm always down to revisit that universe. I'm not definitely not caught up um, on any of the uh, the is she Ghost
0: Spider now? Is that her official? Because that's it's, what she is it, in Marvel Snap. It seems like they're going back to the Spider Gwen titling for mm. because be, they've been using Ghost Spider at least her last technically ongoing was Ghost Spider, and I think her last mini was Spider Gwen. So, Consistency, y'all. I think they wanted Ghost Spider because they knew they were going to trap her in Six One Six for like way too long. Um, yes. I'm glad to be going back to her 65. I I am caught up with her with her run and yeah, yeah. they have yet to address the 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 cliffhanger of her last run um which was that the her universe's human torch and invisible woman have banished her, have like banned her from her own dimension. Ooh. And we've never picked that thread up. Uh and we just kind of keep ignoring it as she's bouncing between because they like this idea of Gwen Stacy, interdimensional traveler. And I'm like, keep her in her, get her back to her 65, get her back yes. with these characters. I That's where she was most interesting. I wonder
3: just, just going off the synopsis alone. Oh, it kind of sounds like just a new number one. We're not picking up that last story. Just what it sounds like. She's on tour with her band. So like, yeah, I, I, I at least hope for your sake that there, there is some, you know, interconnectivity with the last story. This
0: is a, a, another five issue miniseries. Oh, oh
3: give her an that. ongoing
0: like the last two were uh, every sco- character it's
3: just all it's all miniseries everyone no one gets an ongoing
0: yeah I wanted to get another ongoing I get it it's tough but like if Miles can have a, his own ongoing for years like just put in the time and the effort for Ghost Spider or Listen, when it's whatever a, it,
3: it took Kamala Khan dying and being reborn a mutant to get herself an ongoing but like Spider Boy by Dan Slott he gets an ongoing like get,
0: what are we doing here who why are these Miss Marvel, Marvel didn't even, isn't even getting an ongoing it's a four issue miniseries well, no, I think it'll I think it'll relaunch into I know, but Spider Spider Boy gets an ongoing just with just by debuting and Miss Marvel can't get a casting to get a four-ish miniseries to launch into an ongoing. Yeah, it's ridiculous. As many as many number ones as you need to sell Marvel. That's fine. That's anyway, fine. I am excited for this one. I didn't really yeah. love the last miniseries, but yeah, uh, going back to the Mary Jane sounds like a lot of fun. I'm into it,
3: and if it, it can have a, a beautiful, cool, you know, unique art style to match that universe, that'd be great.
0: Yeah. Digimon news. The the Really incredible Digimon news, you guys. Um. So, Discotech, which is a physical media distribution company,
3: also Spanish announced... word for disco.
0: Yes, that's true. They have announced that. So they have the rights to Digimon, real quickly. They've already put out the first series dubbed on Blu-ray. Um, but they have also announced at a, a convention over the weekend uh, on Friday that they have received, that they have the rights for Digimon the movie. And not just the rights for Digimon the movie, the three movies that make it up. Mm. So for mm. those of you who don't know... Digimon the movie was three movies, three Digimon movies spliced together to make one movie. Um, they are called Digimon Adventure, which is that's the origin segment where Agumon is huge and fights Parrotmon. Um, mm-hmm. Digimon Adventure, our war game. That's the segment that introduces Omnimon and Diaboramon. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Digimon Adventure Zero Digimon Hurricane Touchdown, which is the Adventure 2 characters. Hurricane Touchdown? Yeah, Hurricane Touchdown. That that's what it was called. Yeah, Her so all, all three of those movies were spliced into one film with an Angela Anaconda short and called Digimon oh the Movie.
2: God, that Angela Anaconda <laughs> short! Oh. Where
0: in the world is Angela Anaconda? If so, you, if anybody remembers oh. Angela Anaconda, uh, there you go, Brian. Can I've you, can, can you s- look it up, Brian? Can you I look it up? Know. Yeah,
1: right. You, if I remember this, and I. I had the Digimon movie. Oh, no! Nope,
3: nope, nope, got it. No, what a <laughs> yeah. weird, Ew, yeah. I don't
1: I had, remember this. <laughs> I had to suffer through that goddamn short. Every it was time on It was I on the VHS. It. Yes, it was in front of the movie yeah. on my VHS. I had to no. suffer through that effing thing. This and, is not oh, a memory I want
2: to
3: remember. <laughs> no, no.
1: I All ready. right, anyway, Ben,
3: oh. anyway,
0: Ben. Ben, no, it's I, okay. I'm still
1: not done bitching about Anna, Angela Anaconda because that epic sucks. But
0: this is good news. This is good news. She's coming back. No, so they so they have announced that they are going to release the three films: Digimon Adventure, Digimon Adventure Our War Game, Digimon Adventure Zero Two, Digimon Hurricane Touchdown, individually, in a collection called Where is it? Uh, Digimon, uh, Digimon Movie Collection One. The one is important. Wow. I wanted to make sure that the one was was there. Okay. Um, That's, better. That's better. So Digimon. So these three films are going to be redubbed with the original English voice actors uh, where they could find that not all of them were available or are still voice acting. So we're, we're available. I think they got like 90 percent of them and then the switch like Joe and Mimi and um, just kind of had to. So they are going to have redubs, which is um, the. The dub is going to be a blend of the kind of nostalgia voice acting uh, vo- uh, and dialogue from the movie. You know, like the, Izzy, would you like a a beet shake? <laughs> oh, yes, please. That's the, so things like that, um, where I Ty's mom love. is just making the worst, the worst dishes and Izzy is just gobbling it up.
1: And it's like, Izzy, I just made squeeze some onion juice. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. So it look. so they are going to have these movies redubbed with that um, with some of that dialogue, but pl- also uh, a more faithful uh, di- dialogue. So they've kind of blended together uh, into like a really faithful version of these three films. Um, this is incredibly exciting. These films Hell have yeah. never been available in America individually. That have never been dubbed like this. Um, this is incredible. I cannot wait to see these unedited uncut brand new voice acting. So down.
1: I am the one with uh Diablo or is it Diablo Diaboramon. Diaboramon. Yeah. yeah, with Diaboromon and Omnimon, that was always I mean, look, if the original Digidestin, that's what I grew up with. I love the original Dig I like the new kids very much. But when it's Ty, Matt, Izzy, and you got Agumon and Gabumon yeah. about to fight. And when they then when they dig in Omni for the very first time, it was like one of those hell yeah moments that I had as a kid. And the I animation
0: would, is incredible.
1: It is. It looks stunning, and the fact that they're redoing this and re-editing it and re-dubbing it, I am. Oh, what you got,
0: Machine Jamon?
1: He has the original digit battle
0: cards. That's Hercules cool.
1: Kabuterimon. That's how I knew that uh, Kabuterimon would Mega di- evolve.
0: Boltmon. Boltmon. Oh. I remember. Yeah, Hercules Kabuterimon was the first time I saw the um, the the Mega the Mega Digivolution for Kabuterimon
1: that was uh Hercules Cabumon is freaking rad um, so
0: so this is so this is a really big deal obviously um, this is incredibly exciting because I have always wanted to watch these movies individually. There is a fourth film that was called the Revenge of Dio Bomon was dubbed and released as a TV special um but is not never been available physically and I think that's why they call this yeah Dio Boramon. <sighs> Um, so they call this Digimon, Digimon the Movie Collection uh, One, and I think they're going to get—they have the rights to all of the movies from the classic Digimon series, and I'm going to be—I'm going to be getting all of them because this is awesome. Mm-hmm. That sounds very cool. The other thing is they've also—they are also packaging this with the completed Digimon the Movie minus the Angela Anaconda short. It's not complete. It's not complete. It's not complete. <laughs> no. We're going to need to take wait, it back to the factory. Cut it. Cut it.
1: Get get that effing short out of here. Just no. Kill it with fire. In my brain, I will die on the hill that that is the complete version. I will be like, yes.
0: Well, get the complete version, this is for nostalgic purposes, right? Like this is for the, the ones who were like, oh, I want to watch the original, how it was originally yeah. made. So this is yeah. Digimon the movie. It's yeah, going to I have... Would- Real quickly, Ben, it's going to have all the music. It's going to be, it's going to have the exact same dub it had in theaters, it's just remastered, re edited, HD, Blu ray. Not re edited, sorry, HD, Blu ray. It's going to be great.
1: I will not lie. It's because of that movie that introduced me to Scott and the Money by Bostones. And I will love that movie for it because that soundtrack slaps.
0: So, you know all... what? You're right. This is all um, Blu ray, by the way. This is all coming out in Blu ray. So, these all been remastered.
3: Tapwater um... Springs what Tapwater springs that's where angela yeah. lives oh i did not remember i'm just i just want i'm throwing facts at ben so we can get more mad angela <laughs> anaconda um do you know her antagonist the... do you know the antagonist's name I,
0: no. I actually... nanette Manoir. <laughs> i do remember that i can hear nanette. it in my head <laughs> Nanette Manuel. anyway yeah that's it. The, the the movie is going so um yeah, this is just really exciting because I really love these. I, I'm really excited to finally see these unedited films. The Revenge of Diabora film is awesome. Um, seeing these originals is going to be so good, especially with it's, the original voice yeah. acting.
3: It's nice that we're getting we're getting like, you know, a, a nice definitive, good looking like they're not just like Americans, you're never going to get this. Like, it's nice yeah. that like we get to, we get to feast as well.
0: And they n- understand the nostalgia of Digimon and they're a, and they're still putting on that movie to be like, and if you want the movie, it's here, too. I got these I got these cards from my youth. I thought that'd be worth something one day. Turns out Digimon, not so valuable. No, not, not at all. <laughs> um, then they also at the same time they also announced the um release of the, the Japanese um versions of the Japanese version of Digimon Adventure uh for the first time ever available in America. Right on, right on. So if you want to see it in its classic unedited Japanese uh, language track version, it'll finally be available in Blu-ray, no less.
1: Sounds lovely.
0: We've All right, been
1: today, tonight, my friends.
0: There's a lot, a lot of great Digimon. A lot of great Digimon right now with the Adventure 2020 airing, and then there's um, this stuff, and then what we're going to talk about now in trailers. T-Talk. Um, Digimon Adventure Zero Two, The Beginning. So this is... Uh, the sequel to Digimon The Last Evolution of Kazuna, which was the final movie of the Adventure One kids. So this is this is going to be a movie centered around Davis, Jolie, Kari, um, TK, Ken. Um, so it's going to be uh, f- focused on their them because they were pretty much shafted in the Adventure One movies, Try and Last Evolution of Kazuna. This is kind of that rectifying that. And I think this looks awesome. I've been excited for this for um, ever since I he- ever since I heard about it, and I'm so happy this looks this looks beautiful. The animation is stunning.
3: Seeing Imperial Dramon.
1: Ryan, you
0: muted.
3: I sure was. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is in Japanese, and I don't know the context for a lot of things, but it does look beautiful for sure. Yeah.
1: Seeing Imperial Dramon again in both his dragon and warrior forms, I'm like, I want, gimme.
3: Once Give they started babies. making
1: Digimon Transformers, it was over,
3: dude. It was over.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> um, will never forget the first time I heard v- X Stingmon DNA Digivolve two. I'm like, what is going on? What is happening? And it was yeah. the
2: coolest
1: shit ever.
2: Oh yeah,
0: yeah, dude. I, Did you? Want to I move? really, I really like Adventure two. Um, I'm I'm an Adventure one guy all the way, but Adventure mm-hmm. two is really good. I think I think it's kind of a. a the bad a bad rep. But yeah. kind of we can kind of we can kind of surmise. So there seems to be a new Digi Destin that's shown up and he's got an adventure one digivice, not an adventure two digivice. And there is for some reason a giant digi egg uh on top uh, hovering above Tokyo. Um and so so it's really interesting. This is coming out in October we don't know when it's coming out in America. Uh I'm sure it will I'm sure it will shortly after. But yeah I'm I'm super stoked to see these kids again. Yeah. Very cool. I love. Uh, I really love those last couple of movies for the Adventure One kids and for the Adventure Two kids to finally get their moment to shine. Yeah, it's really great.
3: That's really yeah. cool. Once I get to once I get to three, that's when I'm jumping on board. I mean, if they if they start to do the uh, is that Tamers is that was called? I never Tamers. remember. Once if they do Tamers and like like the Ava version of that one, I'm like, oh baby, I'm giant so jumping in.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, it'd be so interesting to see if they do a sequel to Tamers. Um, yeah because they they you know it's pretty they're pretty nostalgic to do adventure all the time so they did adventure try last evolution kazuna and now this It'd be so interesting to see if they want to do tamers next should they just ever finish playing in the adventure world yeah yeah um i just i just love that that tone and it's, it's you
3: know it's a little bit darker and like again wow. like all the real world stuff and i'm just like i i i love digimon but like i don't revisit it as often as i probably should but like that is the era if we go back to that
0: it's like that's when i will come back 100% yeah. I, th- I, I think Tamers was objectively the best Digimon show.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. I think it's it's my nostalgia for the adventure that got me, that gets me all the time. And I don't know why. I just could not get into Tamers when I was first watching it. I want to say it was on Netflix when they when they had Tamers on. And I tried watching it. I mean, it what's it's not bad. I still liked it, but I I don't know. I think it's because just it's my mostly my nostalgia for
0: Adventures One and Two. Because you well, you love know, I, I think that you would that came love out it now. Yeah, I probably would. Well, love I it think now. The, I think one of the things about about Tamers that's that's difficult is when it was first released. There was, originally, they like they would air Digimon Digital Monsters on like Fox Kids. I think maybe WB. It was. Um, it was Fox Kids. Yeah, I remember Fox waking
1: Kids. up. It
0: was season after my. Ben, real quick. season three was it was Digimon Adventure Digimon Digital Monsters season three was Digimon Tamers, mm-hmm. and we didn't know that at the time. So it's really weird going from the end of Digimon Adventure 2 to an alternate universe version of Digimon. And that's... I think of Tamers as the more successful season of The Witch, which is like... If Tamers didn't do well, they would have gone back to Adventure, but since Tamers did well, they made Digimon an anthology series. Um, So they did the two sequels, and then they did the anthology afterwards. So every season has been unconnected since. But Tamers... When you're a kid, you're like, wait, where's all my favorite... What do you mean yeah. Ty and Matt are t- a TV show in this universe? That's so Season weird. Season of the gilemon Yeah. Anyway. Love Tamer's it. Tamers is really good, Ben. You should check it out again. Bon okay. Uh, and the Mortal Kombat Keepers of Time. <gasps>
3: Ooh! Alright, so this one focuses on a character from MK11, so you guys don't know who Garrus is, but he explains it. He is the, he is the guardian of time. Spoiler for MK11, you guys have watched like seven MK1 trailers now. Luke King beats... The old god of time, he becomes the new god and raid and all that stuff. Uh, Garrus was is a bad guy in MK11. He is now Luke King's like number two, and he helps guard the timeline. But what's so interesting, and this is the trailer. All these trailers have been really fun, and like you know, it's new lore. Like, what did re- Luke King rewrite? This trailer specifically shows that this game is going super duper duper hard into rewriting the timeline, and what does that mean for the MK universe? And like, what is a what is like a nexus event type thing where like things have to happen and other things don't have to happen. Like, We now know that the Scorpion in this game is not Scorpion from the Mortal Kombat universe. This is the first Sub-Zero. So Sub-Zero and Scorpion are both the Sub-Zeros from the original MK universe. So the original Scorpion, Hanzo, we don't know where he is. Something happened to him in this new universe. What did Liu Kang do to him? And what does that mean for the universe when like your universal constant is no longer a universal constant? That shit is what blows my mind. And I'm super excited about like, Luke King tried to save the universe by rewriting it, but some things you cannot rewrite because it's the nature of the world.
0: Well, it kind of also gives a little context to uh, the Tarkatins being like a disease and Melina. Like, uh, because they say in this trailer, like you've changed people's destiny. you changed like uh, ma- um m- m- bad bad people's destiny so there wouldn't be a problem essentially yes and but like melina still gets her mouth so like yeah. it's like what you're saying a nexus event these things have to happen and he yeah. can't he can't he's not prepared yeah. for that
3: you can try to get rid of all the tar and they're like a bloodthirsty you know like almost like a klingon type race and like you could try to get rid of them but maybe they have to exist in this universe so it 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 reforms through a disease. Uh, and that's, like, so exciting. And, like, what happens when you, when you, you take out the, one of the biggest villains, Scorpion, who eventually becomes a good guy, you know, but it takes, you know, 30 years? Like, what happens when you take out that guy who kills the original uh, Sub-Zero, who is a villain for so long? You take him out of the universe completely. What does that do? Well, it makes a better universe. But then the universe fights back because that's supposed to happen. And that shit is just incredible that we are getting that in a fighting game storyline. Uh, this just looks, like, insane. Liu Kang. Y'all, you saw that Liu Kang black hole fatality. He did a Thanos. You yeah. kidding me? You yeah. kidding me? I That's like... what I was
0: uh, I was waiting for that because like I think the visuals in this trailer look awesome. Um mm-hmm. there's the the fatality where where the hourglass Garros? Garros is his name? Garros. Uh Garris, He like punches a dude through the hourglass sand until like, you see the mirror reflected. It looks so cool. Yeah
3: uh the 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 fidelity is only getting better and better because you know graphics keep getting better and better but like the thing that people come back to is is besides the great gameplay is the incredible storylines and like every game gets better and more mature and gets taken like and like they're getting less you know remember when we played mk9 and all like all the women were dressed like really awfully and like terrible outfits and like Mm -hmm. everything keeps getting better and it's like It's becoming like prestige TV. Like this feels like, yo, I would watch this TV show. If this were a TV show, I would watch this, but I get to play it. And that's why video games are great. Uh, Mm. So much violence. Uh, Again, bringing it back like uh, uh, the combo, the, the cameo character that we saw Garrus was like Darius, who was like, just like this ninja, uh, this ninja guy. And I'm like, nobody gives a shit about Darius, but they're about to make people care about him because that's what, that's what games do. Uh, It's just, like, I am so excited. I didn't think I could be more excited for this game. Uh, And even if somehow the storyline isn't, like, it ends up not working, it's still, a great fighting game. So, like, I will have a great time playing this game, which just looks incredible. Uh, Looks visceral. Looks really fast. I'm I'm so excited. Well, that's the show.
2: Whoop, whoop! Look at that!
3: Before
1: before Uh, we end it, I want to say for Mortal Kombat 1, for that trailer... I am. I mean, every time I see a new trailer of these, because like you said, I don't. I haven't played MK Eleven yet. I don't know who this dude is. I'm just like, gimme, I want. And also, I think I was just more excited about this trailer because I got to see more of Liu Kang fighting and his techniques and everything. I just love that fatality where the dragon logo pops up behind him and he just does this huge energy Kamehameha style blast. I'm like, I want to do this so bad. And even seeing yeah. Scorpion, and even seeing like Scorpion, I didn't catch that Hanzo was gone. I didn't yeah. catch that. Now that I know it, I'm like, I need to play this game. Because you guys know I'm a Scorpion man. I love Scorpion. I'm that basic bitch of Mortal Kombat. I don't care. I freaking love
3: Scorpion. But here's the thing. This is Scorpion. It's just yeah. not original Scorpion. I know. but still, It, is, it, is, it to... is Sub-Zero Scorpion. <laughs> yeah, but I still want to play it because it sounds really yeah. fun and interesting.
1: And I also just love how with, like, with MK9 and even the uh, what we did with MK10, the story is getting better and better and better.
0: And that yeah. normally doesn't happen
1: with fighting games. The fighting games yeah. is just like fight. There's a story, but it's not really. No one really cares.
3: MK changed the game, dude. It really did. It literally, yeah.
0: Okay. Wow. Um, uh, Princess Parkman, is that that was fun? Happy to catch a live. Yes. I'm well, glad yeah. you could be here. Did I don't think I, mean, I don't
3: I don't remember if we talked about the the Homelander and Pe- and Peacemaker and all them coming to the game we too.
0: We we didn't
2: know.
3: Yeah, so, yeah, there's there's Homelander, there's Peacemaker, there's Omni-Man, and then there's uh there's Quan Chi and Takeda Takahashi, who are Mortal Kombat characters. But all the bad boys uh from the DC universe and the boys are coming to this game as well. So, like, I, I cannot wait to be John Cena and have Eagly do a fatality, because you know Eagly will be a fatality. You know oh, yeah. It. You know it. Yeah.
0: yeah. Omni-Man and Homelander are, inter- are interesting because gameplay-wise, I'm so curious how different they could play.
3: I, uh, um... Homelander, uh, Omni Man. I think Omni Man's gonna be much more in your face, punchy, and Homelander's yeah. gonna be more range because he is like he's super powerful, but he's more scared to get in close and stuff. So I think he will be more like lasery, uh, keep your distance. Uh, yeah. Oh man, I'm so
0: Omni Man. Omni Man doesn't have the laser eyes, but Homelander does. Yeah.
3: I, and there's definitely people are joking like you know when he's like over Mark and he's like ah, there's like that scene like people think that's what's gonna be like the final thing. It's like like when you beat like Omni Man wins. He's gonna be like yeah, like That'd be funny funny. It's gonna be crazy, and it's J.K. Simmons, and it's John Cena. It is all these voice actors coming to play these characters. So it's like John Cena is gonna fight Scorpion, and that's just the world we live in. That's cool. great.
0: All right, now that's it. That's the whole show, guys. Um, we again, we're not talking about movies and TV show news because we are once again in solidarity to the strike. Uh, so uh, maybe be back next week. We're not sure. Probably not. Um, take it there probably a little, though. probably a little bit easier on us to. Uh, with how little news we will be able to cover. Maybe take a take a week off after every episode is up. But we'll see. Um, but there's plenty of other things you can check out. Of course, check out our website for all the uh, information on what is impacted by the strike, such as Fake Nerds Watch, the real score of Cinephiles, um, and in some cases, Animation Station. So uh, check it, check out and stay tuned for more things like Basement Arcade, baseball arcade pause menu and bickner book club um coming back in kind of full force to get all these um to 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 kind of you know still put out things we love to, when, when we can't talk about movies
3: all new episodes coming out next week
0: and of course check out my show conversation which is once again not impacted by the strike this week i talked to d and dark the entire cast of d and dark so if you have not yet already check it out
1: hey i'm part of that show
0: it's true yes you are of course you can check out our patreon and t public if you'd like to support us financially and you can check out all the all the links and every everything's on our website at ficturepodcast.com which is also linked below thank you to everyone who listens thank you to everyone who watches the rewind and thank you to everyone who has joined us for the live show we greatly appreciate um your support through that we greatly appreciate having you here and of course thank you to jeremy bellucci the new co-host of the real score which is on a strike-based hiatus but you can find him at Jeremy Vellucci underscore Wreck of Time, which is his band, The Wreck of Time. Um, and, of course, you can find – he also did the music. He did all the music you heard here today and all the music here for our shows, uh, for all of our shows. Uh, you can find his podcast, though, Suburban Proctologist, on uh, Facebook. Suburban Proctologist, official Instagram, at Subproc Podcast. Princess Sparkle Bunny, once again, in the chat, saying, have a great day. Yes, thank you, you as well. Uh, you great be- having you here Mm-hmm. Um,
1: having a fantastic day today
0: and thank you to Mike Patola for our logos and our fun collaborations which we can't do during the strike but we'll have oh, you wow. on again soon um, you can check him out at uh, Instagram and TikTok at Mike Petola uh, you can find us on Twitter Instagram and Facebook all at Figner Podcast FignerGuys at gmail.com I'm at McClure on Instagram and Twitter you can also find me writing for cbr.com AtomicGeekdom.com KaijiRamanMedia.com Ben?
1: Well, you can find me posting all about my trip at Super Nintendo World at BenMaga27 on Instagram, Twitter. Let me just ah, son of a bitch, it changed to X. God damn it. And, well, you can also catch me on uh, TikTok and Threads, too. Once again, same screen name, BenMaga27 everywhere. And, of course, you can find me, Ryan, for Fusion Gaming Magazine, Old School Gamer Magazine, GoNintendo.com. And, like we said earlier, you can find me playing Mary Frankenstein on Dean Dark, newest episode, is up it is in the link below as well as me talking with brandon and the cast of d and dark on conversation check it out it really was a fantastic and i am not saying this because i was on the show i'm saying it because i had an amazing time talking about dungeons and dragons with my buddy brandon here so definitely go check it out it truly was a fantastic time
0: thank you uh
3: ryan ben are you actually using threads do you post on it every day not every day but i do post on it okay Okay, i'm just i posted yesterday (laughs) Cool, okay, you can find me never using Threads at DJ Tony Snark six one six because there's just too many social medias. Now I only need one, and even then, that one's losing me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I needed a substitute, so I, I moved to Threads. I, Twitter is inhospitable now, so I'm, I'm using still, Threads more.
3: That's fair. It's still the best one because all the other ones are like half baked. I mean, yeah, it's weird because uh, on my because I have a, my bunch of social apps and the bird is still there. But
1: once I click on my social apps and then it just pops up to the stupid X. I'm like, I hate that.
0: The thing, oh, the man. thing is, you guys can leave now. If people, people who are watching can leave now. The show's over. Um, but like, the thing that's that's the, that really bugs me about about Twitter, about about this whole X thing is like the algorithm is so screwed up to just have people. And like, that's the, that's my issue with Twitter. Always been my issue. I'm seeing people I don't. I've have. No interest in following ever, but they're on my feed, and I don't get why. It's because they're all promoted, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. This is not what I want. Yeah,
3: I still have a, I still have a good, a good feed, but it has gotten worse. Um, and like the whole thing about, about a felony muskrat going like, oh, we're gonna get rid of all the bots. I have never had more bots start following me, and then the last, the last couple months, like so many random, you know, like fake beautiful girls. (laughs) <laughs> follow me i'm like oh this is just like instagram it's like no yeah. one's real everything's about money and i'm just like thank god comic twitter is just like we're all just talking about comics yeah. and how twitter sucks
1: yeah, it's it sucks because uh like princess sparkle but she's still in the chat she's a, i quit twitter good uh and twitter got so weird yeah and it makes me mad because that's where i met people like princess sparkle Bunny and a lot of people what? in the ritual gaming community who were on my show based on arcade Bosman i met them through twitter and now twitter is just blah and I'm just like, this friggin' sucks. I hate it.
3: Yeah, it's interesting. It's, a, it's and,
1: interesting uh, life. And look, Danger Dan uh, Juris said, great show, guys. Once again, thanks for the conversation. Can't speak for the others. Ben might be a hard sell, but I'm sure most of us will be happy to come back on.
0: <laughs> I appreciate it, but individually this time. Um, yeah. uh, so that's that's going to be the show now. Um, of course, subscribe to us on your podcatcher of choice. You can find Sparks. Sorry. You can find Sparks at SparksWitty, S-P-R-K-Z-Witty on all social medias that we've been bitching about already. Um, And you can but subscribe to us on our podcatcher of choice. Um, Rate and review wherever you get us. Greatly appreciate it. Like this video. Subscribe to this channel. And until next time you see us, guys, stay fake nerds.